0: Welcome to another edition of Tone's Tinkle Time. That's right, we're reformatting the show. It's just him pissing for an hour and a half. Pretty bold decision, I know, but I think it's going to be a hit. I think people are going to love it. That's how my mind works, is racing. Got all sorts of ideas, him pissing all the time. It's it's win-win. Welcome to another edition of Banter and Babble. I am the Dude79, and joining me always... My esteemed colleague, Mr. Fanboy Tone. Mr. Fanboy Tone! Good evening, sir. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing today, buddy?
1: I'm fucking tired. It's been a long week.
0: Oh, here we go. Wham, wham. Retail. Just joking. Retail sucks. Yeah. I hate this job. Yeah. Pretty booty. Hey, everybody. Um, but hello. Welcome. It's another episode of Banter and Babble. Got a lot of good stuff to talk about tonight. Sure it's do. also a pretty cool day. St. Paddy's Day. You remember? You remember when there wasn't a pandemic and we'd just go out and get shit-faced tonight?
1: R.I.P. Bennigan's. Man.
0: Oh, don't get me started on Bennigan's. Just man. saying. Benegin Okay. Let's. All right. All right. All right. All right. Right now, chat. I need you to put <laughs> in order between Bennigan's, Applebee's, and Chili's. Bennigan's. Right now. Keep in mind, Bennigan's is dead because their food sucks. No, still still in Mount Pleasant. put a- <laughs> That one doesn't count, dude. Shut up. Rank it right now, chat. Rank it right now. Bennigan's, Applebee's, or Chili's. I want to see how many of you have really shitty taste. Let's see. Chronos sucks.
1: Uh, while you're doing that, I do want to say thank you for those bits and yeah, subs. thank you guys so we much.
0: We appreciate you. We heart you. Yes. It's Boots. What's going on? Benny's, from, well, a lot of Benny's. Wow, really?
1: Yeah, come on, man. It's not. It's not a microwave restaurant. It's an Irish pub. That's what you're eating at when you go to Bennigan's.
0: I didn't feel like I was at an Irish pub. I felt like I was at a knockoff. You were Applebee's. shit face. You didn't realize what you were doing, anyways. <laughs> Thank you. Seven Dungeons has great taste in restaurants. Ah,
1: uh, he's controversial sometimes. So let's back a little it up. A little Crash,
0: little bit. I, can, I can deal. Crash knows what the hell he's talking about. Uh, Cuddles is clearly drunk. A uh, lot of Applebee's so sucks and ass, blows. I understand half-ass beer. Well, Beard Applebee's drunk. is
1: definitely not sponsoring the show this evening, everybody. So <laughs>
0: right. Just lost that sponsorship. But, but the Mount hey, if you get a Bennegan's. burger right now, you get five boneless wings for a buck. Where, Applebee's? Yeah, I was going to have the Applebee logo fly up here, but I already called it off. Nobody cares. Chili's is good. No, I like Chili's. Chili's
1: is good. No, I actually really like Chili's. They're, Chili's they're Chipotle Applebee's crispers. Are, it,
0: Bill Knapp's was the best. You know, it's really hard R-I-P, to argue with Bill that. Bill Knapp's. Yeah, it's really hard to argue with that.
1: Or Kenny Rogers Roasters.
0: Kenny <laughs> Rogers Roasters. Oh, good Freezy. Stuff. Freezy says Chili's, Bennegan's, and Applebee's. But you know what? I'll do one better. 99 Cafe. Applebee's. I'd rather Chili's, have a burn them all day. Benigan's. Yeah, I'd That's rather right. have to burn them. Next month, I believe. Freezy, I think, I think you can confirm this. Next month is the scheduled start opening for 99 Cafe. Everyone's really excited for that. I'm really excited for it because I can finally just drive there and get something for fucking lunch. I literally just want to burn them every day. I want to burn them every day too. I'm tired of ordering from everywhere else. I really need the 99 Cafe to open up ASAP. Mm-hmm. uh because i want the burnham baby uh my name used to be bill knapp uh got sued that sucks Nap. sorry to hear that dude that's really terrible um bill knapp got lots him. more you guys seriously thank you guys so much for the bits uh freezes says fingers are crossed uh yeah. josh the burnham is just go on dude just go on to uh facebook and search out 99 cafe i think it's or is it still pharmacy rob Or is it 99 Cafe Now on Facebook? Did you guys change it? Either or. Look those up, Josh, and then find the Burnham. It is exquisite, it is so choice. If so I go to Night Night Cafe, good. I'm getting the fucking Burnham. That's just what you do. That's what you do, any- there's all. Don't get me wrong. Lots of good sandwiches no, on No, here. there's great sandwiches there. Salads, all this jazz, all this stuff is good. The Burnham, I'd make love to that sandwich all, if it wasn't
1: frowned upon. It's all fresh produce and fresh everything needs, you name it, from Michigan locally. So. Guys, thank you so yeah, much. Thank you for <laughs> all the bits. You guys are crazy, guys, and you. I
0: love you guys very much. Thank you so much. Subs and everything, y'all. Seriously, appreciate, appreciate all of you. you. Uh, appreciate you. So, first order of business we want to discuss is, is that it's St. Patty's Day? It is St. Patty's Day. It is St. Patty's Day. But first, before we even get to what we're drinking. Okay, all right. I'm excited now. What are we talking about? B and B is
1: expanding. Oh, we have expanded a little bit. We're we?
0: expanding by one, just about. Well, I mean, we've got a couple of mods, but Cuddles, King Cuddles in the chat. You guys, oh my lords, the bits. You guys are you guys are sweet. Seriously. Thank you, just All just the Canadian. hearts. And Appreciate y'all. Got me going. But King Cuddles. E geekly. He is mod number one. He is the mod that's our mod. He's our guy. He will be taking on the new role of booth guy and not that type of booth guy. (laughs) Well, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Hold up. Hold up. It could be. Hold up. But King Cuddles is going to be our new booth guy. Mm -hmm. And what the booth guy does is he obviously he keeps an eye on the chat. He keeps an eye on the conversations. He fact checks. He fact checks us when we need it. Uh, If there's something that we can't figure out, we can't remember because we're old. He hops off, looks it up, comes back. Gives us the information, so we appreciate that. But now, because we do have a couple of call-ins tonight, some folks want to talk about some of the movies Mm -hmm, we're going to talk about. mm -hmm. Cuddles will be acting as kind of like the green room, or as we like to call it, Cuddles' casting couch. That's where he's going to be at to meet the callers who are calling in and kind of get them prepped for the conversation, and then bring them on. So Cuddles is going to be very busy, and there's going to be times. There is going to be times where Cuddles might actually jump into the conversation. He might have something to say. He might have something to say. So. Like I said, it's a very cool thing that we're going to be experiencing. Oh, a booth guy steps in when Tone pees. I like that idea. I like that idea. Have some music play. Maybe bring Cuddles in and make funny. We can talk about Dude Cuddles 2021. It's Dignity.
1: an insurrection. I have a problem with this entire scenario.
0: <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> It's bullshit. It is kind of it is shady business, but that's that's just how we operate. Well, that, is, that is that is that is But the uh, King Cuddles, honestly, man, we appreciate you. Uh, Cuddles works really, really hard. He's an awesome mod. He does great in the chat. He keeps everyone entertained. He welcomes people, and he's like I said, he's always just he's got ideas, mm-hmm. and he's a huge part of what we uh, of what we're trying to do here. And so he'll be a little bit more uh, involved here and there. So yep. we're really looking forward to. Um, Tone has to PR. He does. You can already tell he's already twitching. Oh, I'm.
1: I keep telling him to get me a puppy pad or let me use the sump pump. So until one of those it's options going come up, sump
0: pump, bro. No way. No come way. On. No. How. But um, all right. On to next business. Obviously today is St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's set the mood. We set let's the mood. Set the, we're gonna set the mood. It's St. Patrick's Day. Look, there's <laughs> there's green beer. There's our boy. I mean, gimme me gold, me lad. Gimme me gold, my lad. Give me me go, my lad. So we watched we watched Leprechaun today because we were just like, dude, why not? We should probably watch. <laughs> it was Leprechaun really today. last minute and random too. It was very random, but very much well, wealth of viewing. It was it was really oh, yeah. really good. Amazing. Um, that movie is interesting. Um, <laughs> it, it's a cult fo- it has a cult following, and it's a very niche cult following because there's a lot of people, even though it's it's good, I enjoy it for what it is. There's a lot of people that just really think it's trash, and I can understand that perspective. And what's interesting, you guys. Uh, we can't see under the table. Let it rip. Re- <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my, Atlanta. Um, but no, so we watched that, but yeah, it, it's St. Patty's day. And like I said, man, if it wasn't the pandemic right now, we didn't have this pandemic going on. I don't even know if we'd be doing a show right now. Honestly, I used to love. Yes, it is. It's Jennifer Anderson's Jennifer very first Anderson's movie. It's her first movie she was ever in. It was like her first big breakout role. And, uh, Warwick Davis credits the success. <laughs> of the uh of the movie to jennifer aniston he does, does he really time. oh he does it all. He, he, i think he doesn't jest okay but he's just like yeah every time uh yeah she's the reason because once friends came out people were looking up jennifer aniston like what the fuck she was in this movie called leprechaun and so that generated a lot of interest in the movie a couple of years after it released so kind of an interesting story but yeah it's got him and it's got uh, mark holton who was francis in uh pew's big adventure <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't have the bike,
0: Francis. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, there was, and it's Warwick Davis. Obviously, you know, iconic character, you know, oh, actor. Yeah. Everyone loves Warwick Davis.
1: Right? He was like, probably what, was he like eighteen or nineteen when he was in Star Wars? Actually. <laughs> Honestly, when, I don't he know. Was, when he was uh, wicked or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah there, there's been a lot. There was a lot of, a Lep lot the, of sequels. Leopard in the Hood is up to no good. Yeah, there was Leprechaun in the Hood, and then there was Leprechaun Returns to the Hood. He went back to the Hood twice. Ice T. Ice T was in the first one. He was in the first one. He was in the first one. I don't think Ice T was in the second one, though. Ice T is very selective with his scripts. He was like, I'm not doing Leprechaun in the Hood, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Said, no way, no how. Fair enough. But uh, Tone, yes. obviously, we try. This is the problem with Saginaw. When we try to find right. cool beers, we're like, I, I told her, you know, the other day, I was like, hey, man, we should probably get some Irish-themed beers. Right. So we would find something good. And what did we get, Tone? We got Guinness. We got Guinness. Which, to be fair. To be fair. Uh, to be fair.
1: I did want, like, an Irish red or something like yes, that. And had we had the foresight when we went to Horcrux's uh, a couple weeks back, I would have gotten something thought about for Patty's Day or whatever, but... Um unfortunately sometimes the selection around here is is limited. Shit. And um at the end of the day though, to be honest with you, I've I never thought about and it's not a microbrew, but I do love Guinness. I love extra stouts. Um I love a pint of Guinness anyways. Um I've actually never had the the drought stout because once microbrews kicked in in the last decade, like I don't typically gravitate towards more like name brand beers often. So um, I grabbed it. It's an it's nitro. Um, it's actually very light, and it's it's good. It's it's
0: yeah. This is the Guinness uh, drought I mean, it's good. stout. It's Guinness. Guinness is
1: like Guinness is not buying like a Bud Light or Miller Light, you know. So <laughs> it, it Guinness is still a you know it's, it's still a good beer. So
0: oh, yeah, it, it's good. It goes down good. Like you said, it's light. It go. It tastes good. So can you go wrong with Guinness? No, I think I think you could do a lot worse. You can do a lot worse than Guinness, honestly oh man jeez look, look at egypt's a guinness is a bottle in a bottle is shite compared to a well i mean i think that's the case oh yeah right? absolutely i, I definitely
1: mean, agree. i wi- i if we could get uh, yeah beer on tap down here that would be next level ooh, hey
0: up. man if i get my biden bucks, car bombs
1: yeah there you go yeah get us a get us a get us a little tap a biden right bucks here. just get a little
0: tap over there yeah. hook up two kegs I get a guinness and a miller light Oh, yeah, dude. Get a keggerator. You want a Miller light? You want a Miller light? No, we'll get a natural light. A natty ice. What's the difference? (laughs) Not much. No. (laughs) Not at all. Not a whole lot. What the fuck did you say about Miller light? Hey, cuddles. Easy, easy, easy. Egyptian's moving in. Come on in. Biden Bucks equals keggerator. I mean, it seems like the smart buy. It seems like what everyone would buy with the response being get the economy going, buy keggerator. That's what I'm saying. Can't go wrong with it. But I know. Yeah, this is tasty. It's good stuff. I'm digging it um before we get on to our first topic tone what have you you been playing
1: same old same old honestly haven't been playing a whole lot um i I just bravely default to mostly and i like i told you the other day the the more i play control Mm -hmm. the more i get into the game there's an update coming
0: out on the ps5 version uh to help with the crushed blacks apparently like some of the 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 dark areas in the game are very dark it's crushed almost yeah yeah i can kind of see what they coming out on uh, tomorrow, that's supposed to uh, alleviate that. It's it's a
1: very like I know it's uh, about a year and a half, two years old. It's a very good game. It's a very well made game. It's mm-hmm. it was time for me to play a game like that. I've been playing a lot of other stuff, and sure, I like to kind of I don't want to play like back to back games. Like I wouldn't want to play like Tomb Raider right after a Control or something like that. I feel like that'd be too much. I've done that before, and it burns me out on those kind of games. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice after playing Cyberpunk to kind of jump into something like this, and then oh, yeah, oh, you know yeah. uh, mix it up with Brave of Default. So that's really about it. I'm not really playing a whole lot. I'm looking forward to. Um, returnal down the road, and maybe checking out that outriders. To
0: talk about that later, but yeah, that's um, gonna be a topic. not
1: not a whole lot on the. I'm just kind of cruising right now in gaming,
0: dude. I was really big into that JRPG rotation of Yakuza like a dragon and Bravely Default yeah. too. And then last weekend, I came across a tweet from IGN saying, "Hey, we're reviewing uh Dead by Daylight after all these years." And I was like, "Oh, I wonder what this is." Because I I did not like Dead by Daylight when it first came out. I didn't I didn't get into it. It was like whatever. And they gave it like a nine. And I'm like, what? Like, get out of here. So I downloaded it. I was like, I'm going to take a look at what this is all about. Right. And I forgot that I had bought the Michael Myers expansion like years ago. It was on sale. I was like, well, you know, what? if I ever get into this game, I'm going to want to play as Michael Myers. That's right. my boy. Boring. And <laughs> downloaded the game. Dude, I, I put a shit ton of time into Dead by Daylight last night. Or this, this past weekend. A shitload of time. Uh, I am just grinding out Michael Myers, trying to get him mm-hmm. to level 25, unlocking all the perks. And you guys, that game's really fun. I know there's some people in the chat. I think Cuddles wasn't a big fan of it. I believe Pikachu wasn't a fan of it either. Uh, it's got, you know, it, it, it's detractors and whatnot, but I've had a lot of fun playing this game. I streamed it on Monday night. You were in there for a little bit. I mean, it's just, it's, it's fun. And what I like about it is um, it's, there's some strategy to each of the killers. There's different ways to play them. Like, at first I was like, well, I'm going to be Michael Myers. I'm just going to be a serial killer running around stabbing people. But it takes a lot of the, the essence of Michael Myers stalking and and, 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 and uh, stealthy approaches. Boring, right? <laughs> tension building is what I like to call it. Not boring, tension building. Man. And um, it's boring as fuck. There you go. Cuddles nose, Cuddles nose. But uh, no, I, I've had a really good time with it. I've, I've had a lot of fun. I felt yeah. like it was a good time on, on uh, Monday night. It seemed like everyone was having a good time watching me play it. Everyone was talking about it. But um, honestly, like. I,
1: I I watch a lot of people stream that. Mm-hmm. It's enjoyable. Dead by Daylight, and, and she's right. There's a lot of people that do play that right now. Yep. I don't think it's anything that people don't stop playing. I think it, maybe it goes in waves, but people do consistently play this game. Um, it is a fun game to watch. Yeah, I really find it like even if you're playing boring Michael Myers, it's a little bit fun still at least. But I, it's
0: it's enjoyable honestly. Yeah, I've been having um a lot of fun playing that game. Now the thing that I want to do more of is like obviously. Playing as right, the killer, here. you're just playing by yourself, so that's, that's cool, right. and you can play it how you want to play it. But I really want to try to get in there with four people yeah. as the survivors, because at first, it seems like maybe the killers are overpowering, which they should be. They're, they're, yeah. they're iconic serial killers. Right. But at the same time, if you're on there with a team that communicates, and you're working on these generators, and you're doing things to distract the killer or pull them off of the generator so other people can fix it, there is some strategy to that game. And I was in a couple of matches where, yeah, we got wiped out pretty quick. But there were other ones where people were using emotes, saying, "Hey, go this way, go that way, do this, do that." And there was a lot of communication. Mm-hmm. A couple times, I was like, man, this is actually pretty fun, like this, because if you're mo- you play the game like um, spies and mercs, uh, yeah, the-, the killers in first person, the survivors are on third person. So there's different ways to play it. You can be more stealthy as a survivor. You can there's certain tactics you can use to avoid being uh, uh, noticed or-, or found by the killer, but I've had a lot of fun with that game. Like surprisingly, a lot of fun.
1: And honestly, you've done really well. I mean, I I agree with you. I think what you need is people that are, you know. I you need people in there to play with you because, I mean, you're doing really well. But I mean, against AI bots it doesn't really
0: matter. So oh, here we go. There is no AI bots. I'm AI just bots. just really just an awesome Michael Myers. I don't have anything against Dead by Daylight as a game, but Ashley and I his ex roommate mm-hmm. used to play that game so much. I don't think I could ever play it again. And uh, yeah, I could totally see it you know wearing out after a while. But the thing that I do like about it is each character. Whether it's a survivor or a killer it has twenty five levels to it with all different perks you can unlock. Yeah, there's a grind there, mm-hmm. and if the gameplay loop works, and if I'm having fun as Michael Myers, I want to play as like Leatherface next or Freddy Krueger or or Pyramid Head, or if I want to switch over to the to the survivor side and play as Ash, Ashy Slashy. There's there's a lot of like appeal there, and I don't mind grinding stuff up. Plus, it's kind of a competitive game, so I like that element of yeah. it. So it's kind of a win win. I dig it. Uh, it's Mark Roback, Dead by dead, like didn't quick, click with me until I bought Ash. See? There you go. All you gotta do is find one thing. And Ashy I slashy. didn't like I didn't like it when I first played it, but then when I see Michael Myers was in there and I played it and I get to play it as Michael Myers and kind of think like he thinks, I was like, okay, this is kind of appealing. This is really kind of fun. So mm-hmm. it, it definitely has some value to it. Um, I think it was a plus game a long time ago. That's so how that's, I got it. It was, yeah. free, it was a free plus game a few years back. And it's, it's available now on Game Pass uh, on Xbox and it's cross play. So if anyone wants to play it, if you got it on Game Pass, there you go. P- there's Pikachu. I knew she was going to shout. I hate Dead by Daylight. Great, Pikachu. It's a really we good impersonation. Know- I know, it sounded just like that. Yeah, That's really good. It sounded I'm just impressed, like that. I-, I love Pikachu. he What's up, girl? Uh, you should probably play Dead by Daylight with me, though. We'll play Survivors and we'll have fun. Boring. Can't play horror games. Phasmo scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sounds of generators breaking and people screaming will haunt me in my dreams. That's one thing I noticed when you hook a survivor. Some of the women in that game, they have this blood curdling scream. The guys just sound like Ah but the girls, they hit that Jamie Lee Curtis Peak scream where you're just like, That's fucking effective. Like you're like, that was creepy. That's that it, there are some uh crossplay with PC also. Yes, Cap, it's crossplay everywhere. So, that's really cool. Uh, the Stranger Levels thing is dope. I, I didn't buy the Stranger Things uh, pack yet, but I do want to get that. It comes Demogorgon's with fun to watch and Steve Harrington, and then you got the Demogorgon mm-hmm. as, the, as the killer. So, mm-hmm. that's pretty rad. So hey. so you yeah, happy St. Patrick's Day to you as well. Thank you so much appreciate for those, bitch. We appreciate bitch. it. All right. Before we get to the first topic. First topic. Giveaway time. Oh. We are doing another giveaway because y'all are fucking awesome. Because of them simmies. Love giving back. Where did it go? It's not even in here now. Damn it. Oh, you oh, didn't even do it, did you? I didn't. almost put 200. Uh, uh, digital uh, code. Sorry, guys. This thing. Dead doesn't... air. Oh, cancel. <laughs> it's like watching the Chevy Chase oh, yeah. show back in the 90s. Roll just dead air all the time. Rolling commercial. <laughs> Jesus. Shot. That's a. you ever watched that? No. It was really... Dude, there was so much dead air. It was really awkward. I thought
1: he just disappeared for like 20 some years. He and probably
0: then... should. He probably should. Total time. <laughs> this he... is still set up from. Uh, wow.
1: Sorry, guys. So hope you all have had a wonderful hump day. Yeah, hump day. Hope rocks. things are going well for you. If you're in the US, got your little stimmy check and gonna buy me a present or maybe dinner.
0: All right, the giveaway sushi. is active now. You have one hour to enter in. We're professional. Exclamation point, enter. You will get a twenty dollar digital code on the platform of your choice, whether it's PSN, well Xbox Live, content. or eShop. <laughs> Kat said might as well let me take a pee break. <laughs> I get in there. There you go. Everyone get in there. Everyone get in there. Exclamation point. Enter. Get in there right now. There we go. That's what I like to see. Get in there. All y'all. All All right. Get you a code. First thing we're going to start off with. Uh Oh, movie time. We got some movies we need to talk about. And the first one we're going to talk about is the Apple Plus movie with Tom Holland.
2: Mm
0: Cherry. 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 And this was a highly acclaimed movie coming out. There was a lot of hype behind it. Some because Oscar buzz, too, wasn't there? What's that? Wasn't there Oscar buzz or so something? There like was some him? Oscar buzz surrounding like Tom early. Holland. Like, really, like, it was supposed to be a performance of a lifetime. Right. And, and what have you, and all that, all the, all the marketing hype you would expect before a movie comes out. Oh, it's fucking amazing. John Travolta right. is so good in Battlefield Earth. And then it comes out, and you're like, what? <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> right, right, right. Really trash. But. Sweet makeup. All right, Tom. Yeah. I know that you have a lot you want to talk about with Cherry. So I'm mm-hmm. going to kind of let you place the table. And kind of throw out your first or your thoughts on the on the movie first. Oh, put me on the spot. First, um, right on the spot. First, of all, it was directed by the Russo Brothers of Avengers fame. Yep, yep, So yep. everyone knows the Russo um, Brothers. It's starring Tom Holland and Ciara Bravo. And obviously Tom Holland is Spider-Man, so it's interesting to see him in a movie like this. That is definitely kind of what we talked about outside of his comfort zone.
1: Mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. thoughts, please. And we actually get a Russo cameo as per usual in per the movie usual. as well, too. Uh so it is it is definitely a longer movie. It's about two hours and ten minutes, I would say. Two, is it 2.20? Okay. 2.20. Um, for, Right out the gate for me, like, I felt really attuned to this movie. Um, There is some, as they're kind of building the story with these two characters early on when they kind of have interest in each other, uh, this was the big take for me, and I think this is why I really ended up um, feeling like I really liked the movie and like I had a, a piece of it felt very familiar to me. There is uh, some stuff going on with Tom and Ciara as they're, they're, they're early on in their college. um trying to stop my train of thought. Very good. Because uh, <laughs> uh, this is very, very surreal for me, and it's not like it's hard for me to talk about, but it is kind of hard to talk about because I got to kind of like rehash some of my past memories. Um, They kind of go through this up and downs in their relationship, which was very, very familiar to me mm-hmm. from, you know almost probably what, sixteen, seventeen years ago, uh, before I changed my job, changed my life and everything. There was some stuff going on in my life and relationships were kind of all over the place. And it felt very, very me- like I like I almost had that flashback. I'm like, Jesus, this is you like you relate to the character. Th- yeah, it was it, it was it was it was so you. crazy how it how much it actually did. Sure. And his path kind of took him one way. He ends up joining the army. They end mm-hmm. up splitting. Kinda how she like treated him. Was very familiar as well too that mm-hmm. resonated with me and I was like God that that like that's like really real for me, um, and it kind of where he w- ended up in his life also kind of reminded me of some of the hardships I kind of went through like I, and I don't want to talk down to anybody that's actually dealt with any form of substance abuse. I've been fortunate to I haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a little bit dance around some alcohol issues many years ago. Um, to the point where people that I worked with. Bosses of mine would be like, Hey, people are, you know, showing up here in the morning, seven AM. We can smell
2: alcohol on your breath, right, things right, like right.
1: that. It was it was bad for a while, you know. And uh, you know, I don't like, again, I don't want to try and like minimize anybody else's actual issues. I know that I was probably right around the surface of having truly a real issue. Or maybe I did, I don't know. I you know, I don't know how I guess necessarily how that worked. That that kind of set me back. But um I got my shit together at the very least. Thankfully, I was able to do that. Um, mm-hmm. And it was more or less, you know, because of that, some of those rude awakenings, people bringing it up to me. So, you know, when when they go into some of the stuff later in the movie, when it gets into, like, like drug substance abuse and things that they're going with, uh, it, it's, a, it's a hard watch. And, you know, when he goes through the army and the things that he's seen, seen with PTSD, and I, I've got friends that I've known, I'm really close to that. I've seen what PTSD do, does to them. Mm-hmm. Um, people I've helped try to get better, you know, things like that. Uh, it, a lot of this movie felt, again, uh, you know, one of the words to come back up, it felt very familiar to me. Sure. So it got me a little bit deeper, I think. And that's why overall, like I told you when I was watching this movie, I almost had tunnel vision. Like a, a lot of times I'm on my phone, I'm fucking around, I'm sure. watching streams, doing this out of the other, whatever I'm doing. This movie kept me very engaged, and I and I tunnel visioned like it, like I said early on. It, it grabbed me because it felt like me, and then I just kept going, and I was like really really into the story that they were telling. Now, there's a lot of little things about the movie that I thought was really cool. I liked how he was fourth wall about stuff. Uh, right. Tom Holland almost is kind of like the narrator narrative of it, or narrator, excuse me. And later on the movie, it doesn't seem to be as strong there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so there, there's some little things, and we'll get more of that in a minute after you kind of break it down some uh, a little bit deeper. But there were some v- interesting choices where it started and where it kind of didn't end up. And um, I think the big takeaway from this movie for me is like, um, it was very relatable. Okay. Bottom line, it was very relatable for me, and I really, really enjoyed it. I can see the little stuff about it, why, you know, because because even the reviews are really weird. But yeah, they're really weird. I they're was, all over the place. I was a big fan of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it, and it was I don't want to say it was a hard watch. It was a very I was very wide awake opening this movie. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Yeah, it, it's definitely it's it's a grittier mm-hmm. film. It explores a lot of mature themes, uh, some themes that are going to be really tough for some pe- some folks to watch, mm-hmm. uh, whether they can relate to it or whether they've been you know they've been around the type of behavior that's going on here. Um, but first and foremost, the thing I like about the you know, some things mm-hmm. I like about are the performances. Obviously, seeing Tom Holland find success outside of spider-man you know obviously that's what he's known for but we saw you know the devil all uh what was it? the devil devil inside or the devil all around or or something like that all the time double all the time the devil all the time which was 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 cool to see him in that Mm. and then in this movie i feel like this even allows him more freedom to really hit on all sorts of ranges of his all over abilities yeah and he's really really good in this movie guys like it's 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 really cool to see him because he's still going to be spider-man for you know, for however long Disney wants to use him as, as Spider Man, but his performance was just really good here. He's strong throughout the entire film. He's you know, like you mentioned before, he's kinda got some levity to his performance early on with the fourth wall breaking stuff, and it it can be a little humorous here and there, but then as the movie he, he joins the military and everything that he deals with with PTSD after the fact, it's just it's a very hard movie to to like you say can watch at times because he's just like, man the Decisions these characters are making—it's so painful. You're just yeah. like, gosh, you know, why are they doing this? Yeah. Especially with Ciara Bravo, like she is so good at conveying this naive gr- girl, but she's got she's also broken. She's got some, you know, uh trust issues. And then to see the path she goes down once Tom Holland comes home and get and, and succumbs to addiction, and then her character kind of gets involved in one. And you're just like, fuck, man. It's just like these two just can't get a break. You know they 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 find each other things are happy some stuff happens they get separated for a little bit and when they get back together they're, they're two different people and it's just the chemistry there and everything that happens to them going after that it's just really really hard to watch and um it was uh it, it was it was a wild flick um you know but the thing that the thing that um I like the other thing I like is just how they explored PTSD, like the mm-hmm. the effects of it and how it hits people and how it, it it's really difficult for folks to shake that stuff. And, and 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 I I don't know what it's like personally, but I've heard from others. You know, my grandfather had it, and it was just it's 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 difficult, and the addiction stuff is really hard. But that's why I feel like the second half of the movie, I wish the first half would have been just as taking a little bit more serious. Like you said, with the fourth wall breaking stuff in the first half. I almost felt like the way it was shot and the way that you know they use the music. It's on Apple uh, Apple Plus Cuddles. Um, I felt like it was almost shot like a Wes Anderson movie, like Royal Tenenbaums. There was just kind of like this lightheartedness to it with the fourth wall because he's looking into the camera and some of the stuff he's saying. It's it's funny, but I was just like, I don't know if this fits here mm-hmm. because the rest of the movie, the whole second half of the movie, there's none of that. It's fucking painful yeah like it's, it's a like dark it's, it's movie hard. It's and, and, to watch and that's this. why i was just kind of like uh, and i don't know maybe that's the choice of that was hey make these folks these two like these kind-hearted fun almost people. aloof early on yeah and it just kind of sets you up for the heartbreak maybe that was the mm. point of, i just felt like it was a little off like it was just a little too heavy in some scenarios mm. uh but that was like one of the biggest issues i had was just this weird kind of like the, the the humor they were trying to inject into some scenes and then you know the other thing is just it's almost two and a half hours long, and when I'm watching a movie, when I start looking at the time, that's when I'm just like, okay, maybe they need to like be more focused with the movie next time. There's probably some scenes they could have cut out and made it a little bit more streamlined, a little bit mm-hmm. shorter. Um, but you know, other than the length of the movie, which I feel is a little bloated, and like I said, the weird pacing early on and how it compares to the second half of the movie, you know, it it was just odd choices, but it doesn't take away. From the performances yeah we definitely agree on that yeah the performances are lights out like it's 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 a really 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 strong movie uh and it's definitely worth a watch and i think every, you know and i think you know you mentioned the reviews on metacritic i think it's like a 44 on metacritic which is really bizarre some
1: weird reviews all over like depending where you look it's a yeah. little bit different
0: and i mean I, I, on on some places it's got like, like it's in the eights you know the user reviews are doing a little bit better than the critical reviews and right. i feel like that's because you have more user reviews it's more relatable to a this lot is, of people I think where the key comes into yeah, it yeah and and it resonates more with other folks so that's probably mm-hmm. why some people are digging it a little bit more cuz they can relate they can understand what's going on in this movie and they're like oh man that's that's deep that they're mm-hmm. that they're hitting on these themes so i i thought it was a really really good movie it had some weaknesses there was a couple of things that you thought was just flat out weird um the
1: the <laughs> the uh uh when he gets into some of the stuff that he's doing, yeah. that you know, to I Let's mean, they, it, they, sh- yeah. they show they show it in the trailers. He starts robbing banks, <laughs> and he does a hefty sum i'm like a baker's dozen of these yeah. things and there's cameras and stuff and half the time and he's, he's, getting, not even he's covering covering on camera face. all these things. yeah not and, and it's up like yeah and they're they're all giving him money and he's not like working hard for him like is that how that worked like like how in the fuck i mean this is this takes place in
0: real world post 9-11 yeah like, where surveillance is through the roof. like how is he how is like, he like how is just he just yeah
1: and... like yeah like that that's that was kind of weird to me that was that was really big thing i don't remember what was the other thing i was thinking mustache too? oh <laughs> jesus christ so at the end, so yeah, at the end, like he ends up in s- some time. There's a piece where he ends up serving some time, and he comes out. He's got this fucking mustache, and it like, like listen, he's Tom Holland, not Tom Selleck, right? Right, right. Like, come right, on, right. like yeah. it just, it was a little, a little weird. Like I don't know why they went with that, not like a beard or like a, a, goatee, a goatee or, or something, yeah, yeah. but a fucking, a fucking it, was just, mussy. Yeah, it was just kind of a weird. It just looked just, weird because it, it looks because he's got such a baby face, but this this mussy just. It looked literally like somebody took a caterpillar from like a elm tree and just put it right on his. Was <laughs> really... Oh no no Tom Holland no. cannot nah. pull off a, a mustache. No, no, no. no, it it wasn't
0: it was it was just it looked awkward. I was just like eh, okay awkward whatever. I know he's spent so. some time, uh, but I just
1: you know I don't know about a mustache. And, and how it ended? It wasn't that it was anticlimactic. It was just a little weird. But I like again like at the end of the day like um it was it was it was a very for me it was a very heartbreaking a very emotional experience very relatable um it, there was at times it was even kind of hard for me to watch and i think it might be for everybody once they get down to the to how deep they go with their substance abuse but i think this is a movie like we said with all the ratings that we're seeing different from all over mm-hmm. i mean you're seeing rotten tomatoes 9m different places then you see google reviewers are like a lot of google reviews yeah. like a lot of thumbs up so i think it's something that everybody should watch and yeah. kind of uh you know uh, let us know if you're on YouTube, you know, give us some comments, give us some, you know, um, your thoughts or anywhere else or, you know, in the VODs, hit us up, DM us, talk about us in the Discord. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it because, again, I, it's definitely all over the place. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was uh, this movie was pretty deep.
0: Yeah, I think if it was just a little bit shorter, a little bit more focused, a little bit more consistent all the way through, I think you guys and go. You know, I think I think it could have been like a phenomenal movie. I mean, don't again watch it for the performances. The, yeah. the performances will the carry performances you from start are really to finish. Uh, there is some really hard things that you'll see. Uh, there's some difficult stuff that you'll you'll have to watch. But overall, entertaining flick. It's definitely worth a look. I don't understand the the 44 on Metacritic and all that stuff. But hey, yeah. That's the, the beauty of, of watching these things. Everyone's going to interpret things differently. Everyone's going to see it differently, and it's a good conversation to have. And so if you do watch it, if you do get a chance to watch it, check out this video on YouTube. Go sound off in there. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, wherever we have this posted. We want to get your thoughts on Cherry. Uh, I think it's one of those movies that can be very kind of divisive. People are going to mm-hmm. be kind of, you know, love it or hate it. I don't even know if it's a love it or hate it. I think it's just how you interpret things and how it affects you when you watch it. What degree it, so. you like it, maybe. I want him to have a mustache as Spider-Man on the outside of his <laughs> Oh my god. Can you imagine if that was the case? I, just after what I saw
1: at the end of this movie, I can't imagine that. It'd at be all. fucking
0: hilarious. All right. So moving on from Cherry, the next movie we're going to talk about. We actually have a couple of Collins that want to be a part of this conversation. Do we? Really excited about that. Dewey. Really excited about that. So while Cuddles is getting them set, Tone, let's jump yeah. over to our next movie review, which is Boss Level. Boss level you say boss level available now on hulu, hulu when exclusive I, for some reason all last week like i was just like oh man i can't wait to watch it on netflix And i think i said on a tweet and i was like oh shit it's it's on fucking dummy. hulu i am a big dummy uh but boss level it stars frank grillo mel gibson and naomi watts and it's directed by joe carnahan who also directed the gray which there is before we get into the review i do want to mention one part of the movie that was fucking hilarious is uh there's a scene where frank grillo is walking around with his son he's explaining to his son that he's a delta force guy you know he's a badass and his son goes uh are you uh are you like Le- are you like liam neeson in the gray or he goes are you like that liam neeson in the taken in taken i didn't catch that jo- i Do- mean i caught the reference because but- it's it's hilarious because joe carnahan- joe carnahan directed the gray frank grillo starred in the gray and him and Liam Neeson kind of lock horns throughout the movie. Yeah, and it's so funny. The kid goes, "Are you like that guy in Taken who that special skill set?" He goes, "Liam Neeson?" He's like, "Nah, he's kind of a fake tough guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm a real tough yeah, guy." Yeah. And I was like, yeah, "Oh yeah. my god, that is it awesome!" Was, it was just like was a nice little, awesome. a nice little nod. Yeah, uh, to uh, that the relationship that they made Gray, which is a fucking awesome movie. Have you ever seen The Gray? I actually haven't. Oh my god, dude, watch the fucking Grey. It's not
1: my favorite color.
0: <laughs> awesome. It's uh, oh, like all jokes, it's it's a really really good movie. It's that's what you really said. Good. What you really good. Love if did you ever see it. The Edge with um Alec Baldwin and Anthony Hopkins? That's an old one, isn't like, it? Yeah, it's like 97. Outdoors pretty, like yeah. survival movies yeah, 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 I fucking yeah, yeah, love yeah, yeah, that yeah, shit yeah, and that's kind of what The yeah. Grey is like it's kind of like The Edge. But yeah. I digress. Back to boss level. Um this is basically like <laughs> it's basically Groundhog Day Meets, uh, what's the one with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt? To- tomorrow. Never, edge of Tomorrow. Or, or, edge of Tomorrow. It's like a mixture of Groundhog Day, Edge of Tomorrow, and I don't know uh, what else you would to compare it with. But Video game. Basically, Frank Grillo is waking up, and he's living the same day over and over again, and every day people are trying to kill him. Not and I mean a lot of people. There's a lot of people trying to kill Frank Grillo in this movie. <laughs>
2: My favorite Tone's favorite movie is 50 Shades of Grey. I have
0: out. heard this before. I have heard him talk about 50 Shades. It's a good it's, movie. Yeah, it's it's like It's pretty awful. But um you know Tone, first things first, this movie is ultra violent. Yeah. Lots of violence. So and, and that's thumbs up. Yeah. That's that's a good like first that. impression. I like to see people's heads getting severed. I like seeing being impaled. I like things just getting torn apart. That's fucking awesome. So I'm a big fan of that. Uh Frank Grillo. Let's talk about Frank Grillo for a moment. Uh, all right. He was amazing in this movie. He was absolutely awesome. If 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 there was any doubts
1: besides uh the Skyline third sequel, um or maybe the second one that that he can carry a movie, this should crush mm-hmm. all that because he certainly can carry a movie. He's he's charismatic he's entertaining he even pulls off the funny bits really well he like, does he does he's got he's, that charm he's, that he's charisma. got yeah he's, he's got, got he's, that it factor yeah, got, yeah. you know
0: what? he's kind of got that bruce Die diehard thing going on funny good with action i can't believe he just did that i know i know right but i mean he, <laughs> it, it, it is that's, right. that's what i got him like he's funny it's got some dark humor to it mm-hmm. um the action is good the story For the most part, it's cool. It's a time loop thing, so I'm cool. They explored that. I'm sure there's probably some loopholes here and there, and and, and some plot holes. But overall, what's cool is there's a lot of action. It's Mm -hmm. ultra violent, sci-fi, but there's there's an underlining story about him and his son that kind of gives it some some heart. And it's
1: listen, it's hard to do that. It's really difficult. Sometimes, like in these kind of movies, it's hard to have some like actual, you know, this 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 heartfelt realism, emotional thing kind of laced in there and a lot of things i think try to do that mm-hmm. but they don't always succeed at that with this movie succeeds well it's not it's not like so much in your face it actually it really actually fits that's the weird thing mm-hmm. about it the whole thing fits and the realization when he came around to that was even pretty amazing yep.
0: um I, listen it's a it's a very fun movie it's and, entertaining it goes by fast it's, yeah the pacing is great yeah the performances are good frank grill is good um, Mel Gibson is good Even though I feel like him and Naomi Watts Like Naomi Watts is just given absolutely nothing to work with Like I felt like she was wasted in this movie Naomi she Watts really is an Oscar winning actress She's very talented, she knows what the hell she's doing uh, But she just, she didn't have a whole lot to work with So she was kind of left hanging there Mel Gibson Chews up his scenes, he does what he's supposed to yeah. do But again, not given a whole lot To like, I feel like Mel he Gibson He was underused more, a lot I feel like he could have been
1: way more menacing he, in this he, role He, he should have had more he should have been able to spread his chops a little bit more. I'm yeah, a not a whole
0: that. lot to work with in terms of, like, material. But, I mean, it didn't really matter because, again, Frank Grillo was just that good in this movie. Like, dude, Frank Grillo is 55 years old. I didn't know that. Oh, he's 55 yeah. years it's old weird. and the guy is still just a badass. Mm-hmm. He's He's got the action. He's got he, This guy is a leading man in action movies for sure. Like, I hope he gets more gigs going forward outside of anything directed by Edward Drake and starring Bruce Willis. But we'll, I digress. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But first up, we have a call-in. We have Atomic of Bomb Shelter Gaming. Yes. We're going to bring him on right now.
1: Bomb Shelter Gaming.
0: Atomic. Do we have a – what is going on, dude? How's your night going? No, you're beautiful, baby. You are beautiful. You're, you're good. How, uh, we want to get your thoughts, man. What did you think of Boss
2: Level? Big fan or did you hate it? Did you love it? Where are you at?
3: I give it a, probably a 7 out of 10. And 7 out of 10? Okay. Two reasons why it kind of took me back just a little bit was uh, when Gypsy and I sat down to watch it, it was... Uh, when we started the movie, we actually stopped it and restarted it because we thought it glitched. And we Ooh. missed 10 minutes of the beginning.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no.
3: You know, the way it was... The way it started, but come to find out, that's just the way the movie was set up.
2: Uh, oh. Also three so off like that? I felt
3: like it... <laughs> And I like to keep it blunt, but I feel like it gave me cinema blue balls because cinema it was like blue 10 minutes into the movie. Balls. Okay. And then it shut us down 10 minutes before. And I was just a little disappointed in that, but. And they could have used a little bit more Mel Gibson now. Me and Gypsy have a big debate about this.
0: Ooh, well, what's it about? I,
3: I'm a huge Gibson fan. Okay. And I felt like they should have uh, tapped his potential just a little bit more than what they did. He just seemed kind of stale.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you hundred percent on that. I, like, I feel like he was underused a little. I mean, he the what he was given, he did better with than what Naomi Watts did. But yeah, like there was just not enough Mel Gibson. He should have been way more menacing right. in this role. What 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 would you say
1: was one of your favorite parts of the movie? Do you have a favorite scene or anything or anything specific you really like um, about it?
3: Yeah, I mean, really, just like the fact that it was. Uh, It seemed like every run, every loop, you learned more and more about who he was. Mm -hmm. And I think that pivotal moment when he realized, you know, that it was all coming around to the way it was, without giving away any spoilers. Sure. I think that exact moment when he, when I don't know, being a being a dad, I guess, Mm -hmm. that flicker in your eye that you see, you're like, oh shit, okay, right, okay, way to step up, bud, way to step up.
0: No, I, I like that part of it too I liked, again. I like that they kind of explored that a little bit more I mean, we, it was hinted at earlier on That, you know, that's his son And I was wondering, you know, are they going to Are they really going to dive into that? And they did enough where I was like, okay That kind of fleshes out his character I mean, yes, he's been killing a lot of people He's a, he's a Delta Force badass mm-hmm. But he wants to embrace the role of a father He knows the mistakes that he made And so now he's trying to make up for that Did you want to share anything else on uh, Atomic? Anything else you want to say on it? Um, I mean, when it comes
3: to the assassins in the game, yes. holy fuck, <laughs> they did an amazing job. Amazing yeah. job.
0: Yeah,
2: everyone's like, really, really good. Now. Like, uh, that was
3: the best. But, yeah, yeah, the X was dope.
0: <laughs> I agree. Yeah, they 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 all had enough personality. They all had their unique style. What they were doing, they were all kind of just like goofy, like you said, just basically video game villains. What you would expect yep. from just an over the top characters, and I felt they were really, really fun too. Like they all had like a different thing going on.
3: Love
0: it. Love awesome. It. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you calling in. Appreciate you sharing your thoughts. Always a pleasure to have you on, and hopefully we'll have you on again soon.
3: Yeah, sounds good. Fellas, all right.
0: have a good one. Thanks, dude. He makes a lot of good points. You know, again, I, I I'm with him on the Mel Gibson thing. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish there was just more Mel Gibson. I wish there was just uh more of, of him in this movie and more menacing. Cause like we've seen his range. We know what he can do in movies like Fat Man and all that stuff in these types of movies. I think a payback, like when he wants to be menacing, he can be very, very menacing. Yeah, and he was like so close to that he was close again it's just it's it's about the material and maybe he just wasn't given enough right right but we're on to our second caller now we're gonna bring on jay hill josh has been hey i've known josh for a long time i've known him since he was a kid so we're gonna bring him on and get his thoughts awesome on boss level
1: and thanks for those subs out there
0: everybody we appreciate you all so much appreciate you guys very very much thank you thank you jay hill hey
4: how's it going can you hear me now
0: yes sir we can hear you now how is your night going sir Oh, it's good, but uh, before we start, I'm going to need a cheers. Oh, 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 oh. oh! Take a drink. Cheers, bro. We can do that for you, my friend. Cheers to you, yeah, Jay Hill. Cheers, cheers to everyone out in the chat. Appreciate you all hanging out. It's St. Paddy's Day. Cheers, sir. And I'll finish um, it for you. But, oh, Josh, your thoughts, uh, your yeah. shots on boss level.
4: I really liked it uh, I like these these movies uh like like you said earlier, Groundhog day, edge of tomorrow um I don't know if you've seen Palm Springs with Andy Sandberg, but it's kind of the same kind of uh
2: mm-hmm.
4: same day repeating comedy thing
0: I have not seen that uh,
4: it's pretty funny um it's not as it's it's a little more serious at sometimes, but it's kind of the same concept okay um it's pretty good, I think it's on Amazon Prime
0: or something what's called what's but, it called again? Uh, uh, Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Okay, I'll, I'll write that down and and, and check that I'll out check for sure. Out. I love Adam Sandberg, so I'm cool with that. Yeah,
4: it's got the guy from the the Spider Man um, newscaster guys in it.
0: Oh, J.K. Simmons. Um, yeah, he's in it. Oh man, I'm down. I'm I'm down with that. He love J.K. 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 Simmons? I'm a yeah. huge fan of J.K. Simmons. But um, yeah, man. Like, what what else stood out to the film? What were like any favorite scenes? Like anything that they did in the movie that uh-huh. particularly stood out to you?
4: Yeah, I love the the how he was narrating like kinda of the whole time. Yes. Even like when he was getting killed. Like he was still narrating it <laughs> and yeah, like that's true. He forgot. Or like, oh there's the he's like, Oh, did I have the bus yet? And
0: then no. And yes. he got hit by the bus. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. He'd have to yeah, he'd he'd mess up something. Right? Yeah, he
0: would remember he's like, ah, oh, shit, I forgot that. Yeah. Like that, like he yeah. kinda had that like that noir like 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 narrating his own moves and everything that's going on yeah. around him and it was all comedic. It was really, really fun.
4: Yeah, I also like the the Will Sasso sword part when he was talking about does did someone smell muffins, <laughs> uh, and then he
0: then uh, Frank Gorla calls him a unicorn. I was dying. Yeah, yeah, that
1: was really. You're right. That was really funny. Yeah, actually, Dude, it was
0: interesting to see Will Will Sasso in this row.
1: Yeah, it was a really yeah. random Yeah, he's a heavy role.
0: in a movie where he's... I, I just know him as SNL. I know him from uh, Three Stooges. Uh, he was, wasn't SNL. It was uh, Mad TV. Oh, Mad TV. Sorry, Mad TV. Yeah. Uh, he was in Three Stooges. So I've known him as a funny guy, you know, for the most part. And then he shows up in this movie as a heavy, and I'm just like, what? Yeah. It was an interesting choice, but it worked. Like, I thought he was really, no, really was good fine, as, yeah. as as the heavy. Yeah, the unicorn joke was pretty fucking Uni- good, jo- unicorn joke was yeah. hilarious. Um, but Josh, like, is there anything about the movie that that didn't quite like uh, resonate with you that you didn't quite care about, or was this just, like an all-out hit for you? Uh,
4: the science, um, <laughs> some of that stuff kind of was like I just kind of went over it, and I was like, all right, I'm just gonna not uh, try to think about the science. Right, right. 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 Yeah, yeah. This, this for the like for what it is, uh, because normally I'm a all about the science. So yeah, like, that's what draws me in. But this one, I was like, oh. Okay, now they're talking about ancient Egypt and uh, stuff, and, <laughs> and I don't know. It just it was kind of like oh, that's a weird way to go. I wish they would have. They could have went with aliens or something. It would have been better.
0: Right. Um. Yeah. This but- wasn't Looper. This wasn't Looper. Or Back to the Future, like time stuff. Like it was just kind of like. It was just kind of like a catalyst. It was just there to like move the story forward. It was, it was really more about the action. But I agree with you. Yeah, the, the whole science behind the, the time looping and, and also it was just kind of like, I, I don't know if that's There almost even... really wasn't any science, really. <laughs> there really yeah. wasn't, except for the spinny thing in the middle
2: yeah. uh, that he walks yeah.
0: into. It. That's the only science we really got. on Because, again, that's probably where Naomi Watts' character would have been more useful to explain the science a bit more. But, again, she just wasn't given a whole lot to work with mm-hmm. and to, to, to help with the narrative at all.
3: Yeah,
1: and I think no, at that not, point not
0: at it was kind of it became kind of irrelevant because
1: at the end of the day, as we saw from the story, it was there was a bigger, you know, a bigger story they were trying to focus on instead of yeah, the the, that the, part. the relationship with the son
0: that was obviously the more standout thing. So. I,
1: I, but I get that though f- from your standpoint because I thought the same thing too. I'm like, what? Like w- they didn't explain a whole lot of what's not going what. Not much there, at so. all. Not much mm-hmm. at all. But
0: uh, Josh, anything else you want to add?
4: Um I, I just like these kind of movies because it makes you uh like think like how many times little choices throughout your life could make a big impact from, you know, like the butterfly effect type mm-hmm. of thing where you're you do one choice instead of the other, how your life can change. Yeah. And I don't know, it just can be entertaining to think about that.
2: I agree. That is, that
0: is pretty deep, man. That's a deep thing mm-hmm. to think about with this type of movie. You know, what one little mistake could lead to your demise? Yeah, like forgetting you're mm-hmm. about to get hit by a bus again. Yeah, <laughs> I jumped out the wrong window. Oh, mm-hmm. shout out to Frank uh, or not Frank? Um, Rob Gronkowski with this cameo.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what a what a random cameo on a on a fucking gun in a helicopter. Yeah, what dude, the, I
4: thought oh that was fuck.
0: hilarious. Yeah. Two of the other it?
4: cameos were uh, MMA fighters, uh, Rashad Evans and Quentin Rampage Jackson were the Russian twins. Oh, it was Rampage. It, <laughs> yeah, they, it was both of those two. They I were knew
1: I recognized those, them too. Russian
4: guys. Um, oh,
1: shit. And who was the, uh, I, I forget her name. Uh, is it Cho? That the, uh, Um, she taught him how to sword fight. She's always amazing. Yeah, I can't remember. She was really yeah, good. She, the, 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 she's like, always, she,
0: tricky mentions the, the, him learning how to sword fight was cool. Yeah, that was that fucking was, awesome. That was really, that was cool, really so, cool. Yeah, and his cool. matchup at the end was Michelle, Michelle. And Michelle. Quan Chi did this. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny. And, I and, that and like at a the bit. end, he got his, yeah, he, Michelle. Got his uh, he got the Thanks last Brian. laugh. So Yeah, that was yeah. good. Cool. But Josh, thank you so much for calling in, man. We appreciate you calling. We appreciate the support. We know you're here every week, man. And uh seriously, man, great to have you on. Uh
4: no problem, man. All right, take care, dude. All
0: right. That uh, that yeah, there, there's so much to enjoy about this movie. And again, it's not the type of movie we're gonna be sitting down thinking afterwards. Not gonna be trying to like piece no. together the time loop up. You're just there for the entertainment, uh, the fun value. People getting mm-hmm. sliced and diced. People getting shot and mutilated it is what it is. What you see in the trailer is what you get. and and there is a reason why they call it boss level. It is literally it's like a roguelike. it's
1: it's like a roguelike video game. yeah, it's literally what it is. and it's it's a fucking neat take. and man, it's a it's out of nowhere. It's a Hulu exclusive. yep, and I can't sing enough praise about it. This will be a movie that I'll be like, I would totally watch that again.
0: Oh, hell yeah. oh yeah? absolutely
2: absolutely. so so you know, if you get
1: a chance, please watch it. We'd love to hear your thoughts if you're, you know, wherever you're seeing or hearing us. You know, DM us, get us on Twitter, uh, YouTube, holler at us, Facebook, whatever it is. Let us know your thoughts on the movie. We really enjoyed it, and clearly, uh, you know, everybody seemed to enjoy it so far too. Atomic and Jay Hill, though, so both of them definitely had some little things that they criticized yeah. about it, which we definitely like some criticism too. Yeah,
0: there, it's it, it's okay to criticize the things that you love, like Waterworld. He's trash.
1: Nope.
0: Facts. Nope. Speaking of trash, let's move on Uh-oh. to the final review. Uh- there's one thing <laughs> about uh, it is amazing. About this. Um, I don't know if you guys and girls remember. Probably about a month ago, yeah. Um, we saw the trailer for Cosmic Sin. We sure did. And um I don't know if you guys and girls remember this, so here you go. We know how Bruce Willis is, but he's he's shown some acting chops in like Sixth Sense, um, and a couple other movies we're gonna talk about here right now, but there's something about Bruce Willis in sci-fi movies. The guy has this niche with sci fi where he actually does really, really well when he does these full on sci fi movies. Looper was a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it was
3: so Looper,
0: good. a fantastic sci fi movie. 12 oh, Monkeys. monkeys. Oh. 89, a fantastic sci fi movie. Fifth Element. That's too low of a number. Anu- yeah, movie. 70, but that thing's a cult classic. He does really, really well with sci fi. So I'm optimistic because of that. This is his kind of that knit genre that he gets into that just. People really dig seeing Bruce Willis in. So I'm kind of optimistic because of how well he's done in sci-fi uh, right. compared to the other movies that he's done.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, so about that. Um, <laughs> you and I watched cosmic sin this past weekend and um i said it after i watched it and i I maintained my stance this might be the worst movie i've ever seen
2: Woo! all right this might be
0: the absolute worst fucking movie (coughs) i have ever seen okay okay um before we trash it i want to try to give it some praise so just Some, just something, so I'm not a negative, a total jerk here. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know know what? The the floor is yours. It's a good-looking movie in terms of its presentation, the cinematography. I would agree. It's a clean-looking movie. It looks big-budget for the most part. Some of the
1: CG looks really good. Some
0: of the CG looks really good. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay, that's it. We're done. We're done being nice. So next
1: topic is... um,
0: (laughs) Uh, Before I just lose my shit tone i want to get your first thoughts on cosmic sin please say something else nice about the
1: movie wait wait you want me to say something nice about the movie
0: yes it gonna be the same thing i'm gonna
1: say kind of as somebody who's a big fan of astrophysics i thought like some of the planetary look and some of the flying through the the debris as they're coming to an atmosphere
0: i thought that stuff looked really fucking good the other good thing i was gonna say it's only 88 minutes
2: That's that's a good Less than an hour and a half That can run up the top three
0: There you go (laughs) Uh, But no Tommy Just quick impressions of this Uh, Fucking terrible movie
1: Hey Bruce Willis Stay home Stop Just stop Stop Find a nice place Buy a a horse Move up to the mountains Where you can't bother anybody Stop I don't give a shit what you do Leave us alone Please For the fucking love Of whatever god you want to believe in If not Whatever it is Stay home Don't bother us We're done We're good Hey you know what Let's not continue to rub your fucking past or your 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 past shit or whatever you want to say. I can. I'm I'm so I'm trying to collect my thoughts, but I'm so disappointed in this movie because the trailer we were excited about it about a month ago. I was really excited going into the movie, and then we started seeing some of the reviews like, "Ooh boy, this is not good," right? I feel like that just about anybody with a little bit of computer knowledge could probably put together. A movie that's much more coherent better dialogue better writing Jesus. listen the dialogue in this movie is so terrible and it's horrible like we probably can't verbatim everything that we put had to go through when it comes to some of the the dialogue especially out of bruce willis it was uncomfortably bad even certain parts where they decide to use makeup was uncomfortably <laughs> bad yeah. like i i can't believe that somebody stamped this and thought hey man this is going to be a big awesome sci-fi movie and Bruce Willis is back. What? It's 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 absolutely terrible. There are there's some uh I can't think of her real name. She's in WWE. She's Lana. I want to say her real name's AJ. I might be wrong on that, but she really comes into this movie for no fucking reason and she in 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 the wrestling area, she does fine for her acting cuz that's what it is. There there's a there's a portion of what in wrestling you're acting. In this movie, she's completely terrible, like terrible, like everything. about there. there's a couple of spots where somebody says something and you got Bruce has to say like something to kind of like accentuate or whatever it is. And it's like two words.
0: And you're Dude, like, every conversation is what? literally two sentences. It's terrible. There's no context to anything. You're just like, what the fuck was the point of this conversation? They
1: can't even get an actor in this movie to flirt Without making you feel like you're awkward. Un- like awkward and uncomfortable, it it it's really fucking bad. Now, th- somewhere in this was a neat idea. There's some neat ideas in this, but the choices they make to take that great idea and like it's almost like they, do, they were trying too hard in some in some spots with this to make it more than it need to be. When it didn't, it didn't, it didn't. Like the whole fact that these these aliens were basically like a parasite, and it, and they okay, so we're infected. Well what do they care about what they're like? Why does that change who they You know, like? There was just some questions like, why would they want the special armor? Why would they wear this? Or why would they look like this? Or why would they do this? Now, all of a sudden they're talking and they're sentient when all the other ones aren't like if they're doing a hive mind thing. Okay. That makes sense. But they didn't point that out. Dude, there's no explanation for anything. There, that there's no None. explanation for anything that's going on in
0: this movie. I mean, I don't want to drag this out because it's painful to even fucking talk. Yeah. I've given more time than I really Bruce feel like I should Willis, I apologize mails this fucking movie in the entire time everything is just he looks bored he doesn't he's not even trying like it's that bad and and maybe they should save money and not casting willis and just no that's the thing dude here's the thing jay hill frank grillo is actually top billed in this movie he's the top bill he's in it for 15 fucking minutes is he even in it that long that might be generous Honestly, I don't think he's in it that fucking long, dude. Dude, it's it's an absolute, like this, like, man, I feel like I've seen Frank Grillo on both ends of the spectrum. Yes. I've seen him in Boss Level, which was awesome, and I've seen him in Cosmic Sin, which I'm surprised he still has a fucking career after this. It's that bad of a movie. Edward Drake, the director and writer who has written all sorts of Bruce Willis shit in the previous, like, five, six years, should never get another gig ever in Hollywood. Oh, no, Jiu-Jitsu is better than this movie. Jiu-Jitsu is better than this movie, by far.
1: Jiu-Jitsu actually makes sense.
0: Jiu-Jitsu, I don't know about all that, but it's just a... It's, oh, okay, compared to this? You, oh, dude, everything... At least Jiu-Jitsu made compared sense. ...compared to this movie is better. This movie is trash. It is so fucking bad. The dialogue is so bad. The CGI, the other CGI, not the shit you saw in the trailer, the other CGI is so bad. It's embarrassing seeing Frank Grillo with this cheap fucking metal helmet and this like grid, like looking CGI mask flying through space talking. And you're just like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, it's you're supposed to believe he's out in space in zero gravity. Right. A- a- or whatever. What do they call it? zero? Whatever it is. Uh, a- a- and it's some like computer generated whatever. And yet he drives an S10 up into the base 300 years after an S10 is relevant. Right. Four hundred. Right, what was oh, it? Oh yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah, yeah. sent me. You said yeah, it's
0: like twenty five fifty. The year's twenty five fifty. You got flying ships everywhere, but Frank Grill is driving around in an S ten. Like what? What is going on? He's and it's not like he's some lola, He's like this general and he's driving around on an S10 300 years from now. Yeah, everyone else has got fucking Blade Runner cars flying around. There he is driving around and his busted down S10. What the fuck? There
1: ain't no way S10's still drivable 500 years after the relevant. Sorry. Did this um no. this
0: movie makes no fucking sense.
1: Um Jay Hill earlier yes that was a dirty work joke by the way. I did want to come back to
0: that. <laughs> uh, Mark
1: says, yeah, the we we touch on Kevin Smith and Bruce Willis stuff very often around here. It is very heartbreaking to uh, see and hear that as well, too. Um, And, yeah, Prime, like, I mean, this looked like, sure, bad, like, I guess, degrees. Everything that was good about this movie was shown in the trailer. And I'm pretty certain that about halfway through the film, somebody knew yeah, it's gonna, the movie's going to be shit. The, no interesting more money thing for is, the
0: interesting thing is, yes, all the best parts were in the trailer, but when you take those scenes that are in the trailer and expand them by, I don't know, five seconds, both sides, yeah, 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 it's yeah. a fucking yeah, shit yeah. scene. You're like, wow, that's I do remember that scene. It was fucking lame. Oh, mm-hmm. I remember that scene. I remember the CGI two seconds later was really fucking bad. This movie fucking sucks. Don't buy it. Don't rent it. Don't torture anyone and make them watch it. Mm-hmm. It is trash. This movie fucking sucks. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is my announcement right here. Bruce Willis was a childhood hero. Loved Die Hard. Loved Last Boy Scout. Loved Hudson Hawk, even though that was shitty. I liked Last Man Standing, Sixth Sense, Fifth Element. Right now, going forward, I don't give a fuck if he's nominated for an Oscar. I am not watching another Bruce Willis movie ever again. He's dead to me. I am done with Bruce Willis. Not even and that hurts. Joe. That hurts, dude. That really hurts. I am never watching a Bruce Willis film. I don't care if it goes right to theaters, and there's so much praise for it. I'm done with it, dude. This movie is so bad. If it's on late night on TV, don't watch it. Watch it for about five minutes, and you can be like, oh, shit, yeah, this is really fucking bad. It's horrific. (laughs) I've never been so excited to not watch a movie. Uh Yeah, I, I, I'm i sorry. I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. It fucking sucked. It was terrible. And um
1: yeah, it's trash. So since you're not buying or renting it, and everybody's might be getting them stimmy checks, you can just buy me lunch. You go buy them
0: lunch. Instead. Buy them a Burnham. Mm. Get me a Burnham. Get me a Burnham. All right, moving on to better things. Mm-hmm. Fuck mm-hmm. you, Bruce Willis. What's uh, next thing?
1: Oh yeah, I'm excited to talk about this. I know you are. Sorry. So
0: you can hold your you can hold your little, your hold little bladder I'm for, good for a second. A I'm good for a minute. We're talk about. I have a catheter tonight. Sorry. Talking about some anime. We're doing a little bit of anime. Tone. Yeah. You told me, hey, Pacific Rim: The Black is an anime that's on Netflix. You got to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you some. I'll preface this by saying I saw the first Pacific Rim right uh, many years ago. Only saw it like twice. Thought it was a decent flick. Thought it was kind of campy. You kind of explained things to me the other day, uh, why you know kind of felt that way. Uh, but I thought it was cool. It was entertaining. It was fun. But it was just kind of campy. Nothing where I was like, oh, I gotta watch this again. I gotta watch this again. And I tuned into this show, dude. Seven episodes. This show is better than the movie. I don't know if it's better than the sequel. I never saw it. This is better than the movie. This is a really, 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 really good show. Like I really dug this show. Like a lot. Good story. Great voice acting. Great characters. Great animation. I'm hyped for the next season. I'm hyped for this to continue.
1: Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna try to keep it out of the spoiler. Uh, we're not gonna dive into spoilers on this. Um, no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers here. Um, so go ahead. Uh, you can hang out. Um, I'm a huge. Okay, okay. So it's quite well known around here that I love kaiju movies. No matter what if yes. it's a, if it's as tall as a skyscraper, I'm probably gonna love it and watch it regardless. how it, like, listen, Godzilla movies are fucking campy. It's just the reality of it. Most Godzilla movies are campy. I love the first fucking Pacific Rim del toro is a huge fan of japanese cinema he loves animation he loves anime he's our lovecraft guy too but he he and you can see it by the kaiju as well too you know um he made the, the the movie was campy and i just want to come back to this because that's kind of how animes are animes are kind of campy this is a netflix original it's it's definitely got an anime look and anime feel um, it's done uh, very in in the voice acting sense westernized. Like I actually checked last night because even my wife is like, "What? No Japanese audio?" I'm like, "You know what? I actually didn't look for that. Let me look right now." And there's not. Mm-hmm. So that's really exciting because anime has gotten to be so popular in the eastern parts of the world. Excuse me, western part of the world. That uh, you know nowadays we're getting these great anime done all over the world now, and, and it feels like you know something done that's you know in the east. And we don't have to worry about how campy and terrible the dialogue is. And that's that's usually where I fall in when it comes to uh, watching subs and dubs. This is a very, very good series. I, I love the flicks. This takes place in Australia, which, as you remember, in the movie, the first original movie, and I believe even the second ones, there are folks from all around the world. So there are folks from Australia. Uh, mm. Raleigh and his father are from uh, Australia. Um, this takes place... Uh, Pretty much, I think right after the original breach, it's called the Black because of the area they are like. I don't think they have any connection to anywhere outside of the, outside nope. of Australia as nope. part of the stick with it. Um, and it, it it follows these two children who their parents were pilots of a uh Jaeger at some point. Um, and it follows their tale. Uh, five years after their parents went to fight, and they're kind of still stuck alone. They help create a little community and settlement with some of the survivors that they had hidden in the mountains, and it kind of just follows where they go. There's now there's some really interesting ways and directions they went. They find a uh, a friend along the way. It's a very interesting take. They went with that friend in the end yep. and all over. Uh, I thought that was very unique, which compared to. So the movies feel like live action animes. Mm-hmm. Um, And that was kind of the point. This really leans into Eastern storytelling and yep. really goes super anime, but it works. It's really fun. I was a little surprised by a couple of the decisions. I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's what, interesting. Some of you, I was reading online. There are some oh. folks that
0: took, have some issues with some of the liberties they take with the show. They definitely kind of do with route. kind
1: of the mythos, but yep. you know, it, it is what it is, and it it fits. Probably better in animation form than maybe it would in like a film form. Sure, because this is going to be more of a hyper focus on a, on a on a small group of people, niche people, or whatever that are going to be into it. So, um, overall, seven episodes, I thought it was really good. There's there's a couple of scenes that
0: you're like, whoa, there holy are some shit. real like, wild scenes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, um, it was a it was a good time. I was really surprised on how well it was because sometimes these animations, the, when, when you try to take things based off of something and add a little twist to it. Like, I know this is very obscure, but Cloverfield, for instance, has done some different things outside of just the movies because in Japan it was really popular because they mm. love Kaiju. Right. They did some mangas and stuff like that. And oh, it, really? And in these mangas, they go really left field, and over here it didn't stick. But over there it was real popular because you know it, that's just kind of how their storytelling goes. And that's kind of how this is as well, too. It, it's It's very familiar in that sense that this anime kind of like instead of being a little more straight and kind of forward, it definitely veers in some different directions and sure. some storytelling. Um, but it does still work in this. I, I like I said, I, I love the movies. I'm one of the few that actually does like the second movie. Not everybody does like that one. I do like it and I don't take any issue with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this definitely feels like Pacific Rim yep. in another part of the world. And I can't tell you enough. I definitely recommend it. It's um, I believe it is rated R. It's mature, right? Cause it's, it's, pretty, mature. It's, very it's mature. it's pretty, you know, there's a lot of swears, a lot of violence, which is awesome. Um, but man, the animation's great. Nolan North has a voice in it, which we can't get enough of him, no matter what, even for a brief character that he's got. And man, uh, if you I like really these hope, movies I at really all, I really
0: hope his character because it's almost like a cameo, a voice cameo. It is, it is. But I hope at some point that I hope in the second season his character. I don't know if his character is even still there, but uh, I would really like to see that, like you know, kind of have, have them grow that out a little bit.
1: Absolutely, I think that's kind of the thing that you can do with some of these things is that w- when you have media that coincides with other media, you kind of get some freedoms. They definitely took some freedoms and liberties with this story as it was and kind of explored some different thought processes with it. And it might not resonate with everybody, but you know, it's 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 all fantasy anyways. Right. And and when you understand and consider that even the movies were basically supposed to be modeled after anime, that's why he had campy characters like um Ron Perlman playing just like this crazy like yeah, yeah. collector guy.
0: Charlie Day in it. Yeah, mean, yeah,
1: yeah. So you go into you got to go understand going into this that it's definitely gonna feel more right like that and just kind of work. So
0: gotcha. But, no, yeah. I mean Netflix is killing it with their animes, dude. Like they're not, they, you got the Transformers anime, which is really really. Good. Isn't there a Castlevania anime?
1: The Castlevania anime. I'm about halfway through that. I know uh, Jurassic is a big fan. There's a lot of folks that are big fans of it. Like I want I to check it over really. Now it's really good. Like it's written very well. Like it's a, it's that could be a, those could be a movie. Really, it's that good. Those could be a movie.
0: Yeah, I want to see, it. and I believe is the Resident Evil, or is that just a is that a different type? Is that just a cartoon? Uh, I don't know on that one. I don't know if that's. I don't, I I don't think that's that anime, show. but um, yeah. See, people are already yeah. digging on the Castlevania. Yeah, I, I, Castlevania I'm gonna have to watch really that dude, because they're it's they're killing really it. They're killing it with anime. It's a movie reboot. Okay, okay. And I thought for sure it was like something else, but um, yeah, I want to check out Castlevania because really this is good. Transformers is good. Netflix is doing really really good. Um. With their, with their anime Yeah, they've style. got some
1: exclusive animes too that are definitely more like you know, uh Eastern anime style, you know. Um, but yeah, they're they're doing a great job really kind of uh grabbing some of that market and not being like crunchy roll or anything like that. So right. pretty awesome.
0: Absolutely. All right. Uh is it time?
1: Yeah, it's definitely time. Uh, I can, I can see it running I'll, on your leg. How yeah. long how how long till the giveaway you is? You have done. plenty of time to go tinkle okay. buddy. Okay, and um is there any homework you need to be doing while I'm gone?
0: Uh no. Okay, good I well i mean i can't promise you that these won't be full okay that's, by the time you get back so i was kind of hinting oops at, so. hey if you got shots at home wear yourself a shot we're gonna do some shots when he gets back because it's St. Patty's day you gotta do shots all right we'll be right back oh friday is gonna be epic this looks so good yes this <clears throat> looks really good but before we get to this oh what happened oh shots Cheers to you and to everyone out there who's watching, if you have your shot glass, please hold it up. uh, we thank you. We love that you all of you are here every Wednesday night. We appreciate hanging out with you talking all sorts of pop culture and bullshitting and getting drinks. Dude, I wanted to get Jameson. I was going to ask the wife to pick it up, but she had the dog in the car and she couldn't stop at the place. We were going to do Jameson. Instead, we're going to do the old reliable screwball peanut butter whiskey, Mm-mm-mm. which I really don't care. It's that fucking good. I'll drink it whenever. But Jameson would have been a good call. I was actually looking at videos of how to make those shots, those layered ones. There's like one you can do. It makes like the Italian flag. I was really going to think about don't. doing that tonight, but I'm too fucking drunk. And I would have messed it up. So, all right. Well, cheers to you. Cheers to everyone hanging out with us. We appreciate you. we appreciate up. you.
2: Salut. Mm. Oh,
0: my God. That's so fucking sexy. Oh, oh, so fucking sexy. It tastes like peanut butter. It does it taste just Oh, my like God. It's so butter. good. But, Tone, uh, this week, we uh, are we one week off, we had nothing yes. on Friday night to watch. Nothing. Nothing. On Disney Plus, which was kind of like, honestly, sobering. Because, I mean, WandaVision was so good, and it was awesome having every Friday night. WandaVision's coming out. Let's watch it tonight. Let's go. We had a week off, and that was painful, but we're back now. And we have, this week, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We've already seen uh, reactions to the first episode pop up on social media. Unanimously praised. Like, a lot of people really, really liked this episode. One thing that I like, 48 Minutes.
1: That's a good start. Forty-eight minutes, which means the rest will be twenty-four minutes apiece. <laughs> right, right, right. So I have a forty-eight minutes, and then
0: maybe hit thirty the rest of the season, which would be really kind of a bummer. Thank you so much, beer Review. We appreciate those bits. Josh asks, "What is the timeline of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier?"
1: So it would be X amount of time. I don't know the time after um, End Game, really. You know, yeah, after when, the Blip, they once come he back. once he gets the shield from cap uh gives it to falcon
0: i'm sure they'll probably go into specifics more once the show starts uh so um isn't u.s agent kurt russell's son there's Is that that's why? that's Is that- one of the rumors right now going around yes dude if that's it dude he dude kurt russell's son was he also he was obviously awesome. i loved him in um uh 22 jump street but uh, he was fun. amazing in overlord you remember that movie that we watched um
1: I didn't watch that actually yet. Oh my god, but Overlord I know, but I know, but so I know, he, but he's a big, he's a big main character in that. Oh right? yeah, like, he's, he's he's a huge part, and he's yeah, yeah, awesome yeah, yeah. in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like
0: he's <laughs> that dude's got potential. He's got a lot of potential, so I'm really excited to see if he is going to be uh, U.S. agent. That'd be fucking dope. But who is U.S. agent? Tone?
1: U.S. agent is uh, another Captain America, kind of, uh,
0: kind of a so, knockoff. I mean, h- yeah, I'm not.
1: And Jay J- Hill or somebody's probably going to really school me on this one. I'm not overly familiar. Uh, U.S. agent outside the fact that I want to say, and how much we get on time for Mm -hmm. a minute? Um, he was chosen by the government to kind of represent Captain or like another version of the Captain. that I think that they could kind of like on control or maybe or you know tell what to do because I Mm -hmm. think you know Captain clearly is going to have at some point he 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 makes decisions like oh is that morally correct or not? So right, I'm not great with uh, U.S. agents. So if anybody out there is a little bit better with that um that's that's not me so he was a government's foot soldier
0: government's foot soldier okay, okay there you go mark robux says kurt russell turned 70 today. today kurt russell is an icon and a treasure i love kurt russell mm-hmm. i can't think of too many movies outside of uh uh what's that ron captain ron uh oh, god. That, i was not a fan that's, of kurt russell that was you didn't like that movie i didn't like captain ron dude. oh bad. my god i fucking loved it that's a bad movie, <laughs> uh, but like Breakdown, uh, awesome underrated film where he is really really good. In it. Soldier, where, so, <laughs> Soldier was actually not bad. Um, that gets a lot of hate, but I fucking love. No, Soldier, Soldier was not bad. Um, but I loved him. What was he in the Robert Rodriguez flick? Was it Grindhouse? He was in one of those. He was one of those where he's the driver in the car. He's like, um, and he's like a, he's like a killer. He kills people in the car. Like he hunts them down and shit. He is fucking. It was it grindhouse? Yeah. Death proof. Death proof. Thank you. Death proof. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. is fucking good amazing that and death proof. J Hill, Catherine Ron is amazing. Okay, cool. They, cool. Yep. All right. Cool. Yep.
2: Uh, he
1: was uh, he was awesome in Hateful Eight, which is a Hateful
0: Eight. He's really really good. It's a Polarizing uh, uh, Tarantino movie, but huge I huge fan in that. of Kurt Russell. Man, the guy is just Snake um, Plissken. Snake. Oh, obviously Snake Tangle Plissken. Tangled. Cash. He was, in, he was in the thing. I mean, oh God, that's. He he was he's so good. He's so he good. One so. minute and thirty seconds to enter the drawing. Yep. Yeah, so we're one
1: gonna minute. keep delaying here for a minute and talk about
0: Kurt Russell because he is amazing. I mean, honestly, it's it's so difficult to like pinpoint like my favorite Kurt Russell movie. It's gotta be so No, you know what movie it is. What? You know what movie it is. If you tell me it Captain is. Ron the bits. No, stole. it's not. What?
1: Tell me. Come on, man. You bought a t shirt recently. You know the thing? your favorite No. Pork Chop oh,
0: Express. Pork Chop Come on, motherfucker. What? I mean, he dude, so many of his characters came under like John Carpenter, you know, his movies. Yeah. I mean, seriously, yeah. Like Big Trouble, Little China. That is that is my favorite Kurt Russell. That's the best one. one. Hands down. Hands fucking down. I really like Snake Plissken. I love to skip. Well, and that.
1: I also really love things. So like that's in the conversation.
0: Yeah. But R.W. McCready. But he's a Pork Chop Express. Portia. yeah, yeah. Jack Burton. I Jack mean, that's, Burton. it's really yeah, that's hard thinking, to argue yeah. with that. It's really hard to argue with that. But he's made he's made so many great movies, and his son has that. He has that it factor. Like his son is a really, really good actor. Like he's got a lot of promise. And I think, like I said, after seeing him in Overlord, I'm like, this guy's badass. Yeah, Like awesome. he's a real badass. So I'm really excited to see where he can go. And if he's if this is his like big break into mo- this through through U.S. Agent, that'd be fucking dope. You can get tips from dad. Yeah, I mean, hell yeah, dad's dad's been in the MCU. So he knows. It's true. He ego. knows. Ten seconds. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Nitro. Four. Three. Two. One. And our winner is gone. Overthinking.
1: Gone overthinking. Gone overthinking. Gone overthinking. You Congratulations! Are the if you are
0: out there, make sure to hit exclamation mark. Claim. Exclamation point. Claim. There awesome. we go. Gone overthinking. Uh, gone overthinking. We need to figure out how to get a hold of you. Um, if not, I can think I can just whisper a message if you're not in our discord, which you should be um, I can hook you up with a code in there or I can whisper it to you through here, twitter, twitter or d m on Twitter yeah, I mean you just have to uh tombstone you forgot about uh, I mean tombstone i mean Jesus, oh Jesus uh, Christ yeah well there that's a that's a pretty robust cast, but yeah, you're no, right. John, it doesn't even matter. Bone, Tom, bone, bone Tomahawk, Tomahawk's pretty fucking, fucking dope, awesome. You know? I mean, like I said, Kurt Russell is just God-tiered. called down the thunder. Well, now nah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him I'm coming,
1: and <laughs> hell's coming with me. I was like, oh, my God, let's go. Yeah, fucking Tombstone. Right. No, I
0: feel like that might be the best No, one.
1: it's not. You know what it is. We already I said it. Burton, no, I love Jack Burton, dude. I love Jack Burton, no. but Wyatt? I don't
0: know, dude. No, I Big trouble with Little China, baby. All day. Dude, Come that, on. that's a whole show That's a whole show we can get into Kurt Russell like We do like a big Ten, Like a, an NCAA tournament board of Kurt oh, Russell man, movies Why
1: don't we do that?
0: <sighs> we do like a Sweet 16 do a Wait, Sweet Why 16 don't we do Kurt. that sometime? I'm, I'm, dude, maybe a Maybe a Kurt Russell one And then a Nick Cage one down the road Oh, that's too that's too easy. That's like a, that's like, that that would be a full sixty four field. No, you would you because to go all of 16. Nick Cage's
1: movies would be amazing because Nick Cage.
0: That would be really tough. That would be a tough one, dude. Yeah, That'd be a really tough one. Kurt Russell's right, got dude. that love muscle. Kurt Russell, the love muscle, got that
1: love muscle. All right, back on top. guess John Walker is U.S. agent. He was given job by government to replace Cap, and he was a terrible dude, Ooh. which would make a whole lot of sense. How it will fit in perfect to this Interesting. So here we go. So finally. You know, because originally, keep in mind, this was supposed to come out before WandaVision. I don't know how that fit in with COVID and everything with the streaming service and everything kind of moved around. But we are finally here to this. And now I've talked about it before and I will say it again. Winter Soldier. Yes, I know. I know Infinity War and Endgame have been out. I understand that. But. Winter Soldier still and will always be my number one favorite MCU. It's an amazing film. movie, dude. It's that an is, amazing that is, movie that is always going to be my net. It's more of a spy thriller than it's it is an, a fucking espionage. Uh, yeah, a comic there's book there's book a movie. lot going on in it. It's an, it's a fantastic movie, um, and it's a lot of hyper focus on Chris Evans as Cap. And while he's not my overall favorite character in comics or whatever, I love Chris Evans as Captain America. He is my Captain America. That movie is fucking great. I love the espionage. I love the, all the spy stuff. Everything that's going on in that movie. Now, even though he's not going to be really involved in this, it still kind of feels like that to some degree. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, because here's the things we don't really know what's going to happen right now. Originally, after some of the events during the MCU, both Falcon and Winter Soldier were kind of at odds with the government. They right, were fugitives. Right. Um, They didn't follow kind of Tony Stark on the side of, you know, choosing the Civil War, Sokovia Accords, etc., so, and Winter Soldier definitely did a lot of bad stuff, you know, clearly it wasn't his fault, he right. was under mind control, but re- regardless, here we are, you know, um, Cap passed that, you know, because, listen, we all want Bucky at some point to get that shield, that mm-hmm. kind of follows a lot of things that we've we've seen and been down that road before, but it makes sense right now to have somebody like Falcon, who doesn't have kind of the red in his ledger right out the gates, right. so bad or whatever, you know, to pass it on somebody who's already kind of willing, because until until Bucky is you know mentally stable, that's not really something you would probably want to do. So Cap hands it off to Falcon. Plus the Falcon run as Captain America was pretty dope and very underrated. And I think it's really awesome to have him kind of in the forefront right now as the MCU as Captain America. So I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about the show because I think it's going to have a lot of that like I said, that that winter soldier field. Um we got Baron Zemo back, which he's finally gonna don that purple mask we've been talking about. Yep. So we you know we start diving deep like okay, where are they going to be like who are they operating for because if if clearly if the government's got U.S. agent to kind of come in as be their Captain America mm-hmm. you know so does that mean that they're still at odds with the government how right. is that going to play out right what's Baron Zemo doing still to play is he playing sides or what's he, you know we don't know any of this stuff I don't think there's a lot out there that we do know on where the story's going to go we do know there's that that faction out there um with the girl that played Emphits Nest in a solo movie she's got the mask in the hand on the crusher. Thing, right. Which is kind of based off uh, an obs- a little bit more of an obscure character from the comics as well, too, in some of these storylines. Um, and it, They might have kind of turned her into that character or that group into that character. Um, but again, bottom line, really excited because I don't have any idea where this story is going to go. I, I really don't. I can't hypothesize about anything because it could really go anywhere because we don't know where their standing is in the MCU right now. Post right. Endgame,
0: no, I, I'm excited for it because obviously Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, those guys are awesome. Like they these guys are going to kind of move into the upper echelon of the of the Marvel universe. I mean, these are going to be like the the new bigwigs, so to speak. You know, obviously you still have Thor about, and you still got you know Wanda and, and Doctor Strange, but these guys are going to be graduating to like that upper tier. But I'm excited for this because obviously WandaVision was a was, was a much I don't want to say it was slower pace, but it was it wasn't quite. You know, not a whole lot of action with with the exception of right. a, the final episodes or whatnot. I'm excited about this because I want to see the action. The trailers have done a good job of building up. This is going to be more action-oriented. But I still want that Winter Soldier-like storyline. You know, a, a little espionage, a spy thriller feel to it. I don't care if they're ramping up the action. Obviously, you know, <laughs> these two characters... They're they're very gung-ho. They make a lot of noise, but at the same time, you can still have it be an intelligent story, thought-provoking, mm-hmm. and set up way, you know, make references to everything that's happened prior, set up the table for what's coming up with Phase 4. Right. There's a lot of a lot of responsibility here and big shoes to follow. Somebody mentioned that earlier. These are big shoes to follow after y Division. You know, I understand when you watch the trailer, you're thinking it's more action. Hopefully, it's not dumbed down. Dumb. I still want that spy thriller thinking logic. Right,
1: and I think, you know, that's kind of the thing, and like, we got to be really careful sometimes. I know, I know it's big shoes to fill. I understand, but like, at some point, we have to step back and realize that a lot of these properties, while they live in the same world, they're so Much different. Different, okay. You know, they, yep. they really are. Yes, we want more action. We want more. We want. Are there going to be any cameos in this? We got a kind of a random cameo in the last one. Right. This one has the real door that could open to like for some real cameos though, like actual people. Like, will we see Chris Evans? I doubt it, but could we? Right. We could. We don't know. You know, this is, like you said, it's a lot of big shoes to fill, but I look at it more big shoes to fill, not because of WandaVision, but because of who they're following. This isn't Tony Stark. This isn't Captain America. This isn't Chris Evans. This isn't Robert Downey Jr. So, yeah, they're big shoes to fill, but I think from a different standpoint. Right. You know, and how is this going to shape the Avengers? This has to be some part of shaping the Avengers at some point still as well, too. But, again, we don't really know any of the story, like, WandaVision clearly was, you know, a lot of smoke and mirrors, and Disney's pretty good about that, and don't get me wrong. It's just with this one, it's kind of like you knew WandaVision was going to dive into her mysticism and, like, the multiverse and different stuff. This one, we really just can't
0: – well, you can hypothesize, but you don't know where they're going to want to take it. Mm-hmm. You know, and Josh says, I think Feige wants to keep the Disney series kind of on their own so you don't need to watch them to understand the new movies. Actually, I would I would sort of disagree with that yeah. because of how many subscribers they have now. Well, not only that, but... I, he, mean, well, I mean, first of all, didn't they just hit 100 million subscribers? Yeah, they, like three years earlier than yeah, they intended. 100 million subscribers. You're no longer niche. Mm-hmm. This is no longer a small audience that's only going to understand the small references. Oh, I watched this. It's not like, you know, yeah, It's this is a huge... These are Marvel movie fans that want more context they want more stories i I just i just think i mean i understand he said that and i and i get that but at the same time the expectation is there dude you have 100 million subscribers these are fans of the movies they are expecting this all to connect i don't think this is like uh agents of shield sort of thing this is all directly connected because people are paying for this this is huge. And not
1: only that, but here, here, here's where I'm actually going to disagree, Jay Hill. And, and if he said that, I'm surprised that he said that because I thought he said the opposite, actually. Because if we remember correctly, when they announced Doctor Strange 2 and kind of WandaVision, they said basically, like, if you don't watch WandaVision, you're going to kind of not know what's going on partly in, in I do Doctor Strange 2. Yep. So. Unlike so Jeff Loeb, who created who who had a big hand and was the main guy involved on the TV side on ABC with Agents of Shield, and then even the Netflix series of Luke Cage and Daredevil and all that stuff, those things recognized the MCU, but they weren't technically ever part of the MCU because either Kevin Feige and Jeff Loeb didn't get along, and that's usually the I don't think that's the case here. Yeah. I think this is directly well, connected because Ke- Kevin Feige has his hand in this because now this is on Disney and the TV in the, the actual the the streaming service. Mm-hmm. he has now the, the the wheel on this not Jeff, Jeff Loeb isn't involved in this stuff so this stuff is all intertwined interconnected so we're gonna have actual true name dropping recognition and, and 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 cameos probably at some point like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had uh uh what what's her name Jamie Alexander one or two times in the show and uh um Samuel Jackson once and then uh, um uh what's her name that plays Mariah Hill one uh, time in
0: uh, it, Col- Colby Smothers. Colby
1: Smothers, and this is all like in the first fucking season or something like that. Right. You know? and then it was never again. in 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 like Jessica Jones, they say, oh, they mentioned the green guy one time, something like that. Right. They mentioned the the blah blah blah. They call it different. that so no, I think this is different. I think this is unlike when you go and watch. uh And spoiler alert: if you watch all of the solo movie and at the end Darth Maul shows up and people are sitting in the theater going, "Oh, Darth Maul died like twenty years ago." Well, if you <laughs> didn't watch cartoons, you kind of didn't know that, right? So. I think this is supposed to be different. They are supposed to, if you want to be a movie goer and go see these movies, yes, you could miss these, but you're going to miss out on some real deep cuts and some plot points. And I think that's kind of the point because Disney doesn't want you to go. Here's my movie ticket. I'm going to sit and watch this movie. They also want you to say, Oh, I'm going to go home and make sure I catch up on this beforehand. So I'm mm-hmm. caught up. They want your $8 as well too.
0: Yeah. I, I think, you know, yeah, I think that's a great point too. I mean, they want to keep people invested in Disney plus. I think at that point to sell them, you can be like, look, if you want to understand what's going on here, some context, that you want some real context, you're going to want to watch these shows. Uh, oh, this must be a quote right here. After Endgame thinking, what can we do next? Disney Plus is going to give us this opportunity to tell even deeper stories with characters you already know and love in a new type of cinematic way that we haven't done before. We've already started shooting two of them, and they're very, very special. And... uh and it all, for the first time, will interlink. This is the quote. So that. the MCU will be on your TV screen at home at Disney Plus and interconnect with the movies and go back and forth. See, boom! That's that. This was is a difference. different. This is different because this he's will got be the keys now. An integral, an integral
1: part he, of these stories yeah, going forward, and that and that's exciting because for like the like a lot of comic fans and like listen, I'm a I'm clearly a fan of the comics. I'm not as deep as some of the other folk would be out there, but I, I'm I'm a little bit more aware than most, and this is why it's exciting because. Again, and I'll say this, and it goes with the Star Wars properties, too. You can tell a better story in eight episodes than you can in a a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Mm -hmm. That's just the reality to me. You get better character development, and that's why WandaVision was so good. Wanda and Vision in the movies, while Vision was an integral part of that story, and Wanda, when you kind of look at it, when you revisit that kind of vision to some degree, too, you don't realize that until you see WandaVision and have to go through nine, ten weeks of watching all that stuff. And it's the same way with like Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie. These are great. These two are like... They're mostly known for the MCU, but they're, like, really good actors. Like, you're looking at fucking Papa Doc from 8 Mile over there, for fuck's sake, right? <laughs> hell yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. these are great actors, and now you're really going to get to see them, like, do some acting, and that's very right. exciting. Sebastian Stan loves that he's in the MCU, loves that he's Bucky, and loves that he's potentially going to get that shield someday. Yeah. That's the kind of guy you want involved, and that's the
0: kind of guy that they need to explore. Yep. No, I, I think this is cool. And I love the fact that this that this is starting to be an important part because that was always mm-hmm. the hardest part about watching these movies is waiting months at a time for the next movie to come out. Or a year. <laughs> you know, or a year. And you would have all that time. Now yeah. you're gonna have that filler and it's not just like, you know, throwaway stuff. This is integral stuff that's mm-hmm. going to have a huge part. It's a yeah. brilliant fucking system and it's going to make people be like, I don't want to miss it. It's gonna create that FOMO effect. I don't want uh, the fear of missing out. I don't want to miss this stuff because it's going to be a huge part of Doctor Strange going forward. I want to pay that exactly. money. I want to get... And that allows it to to kind of fill it in. If you go weekly, it kind of keeps people interested until, oh, Black Widow hits in May. Prime says a constant drip from the
1: MCU. I mean, yeah. That's I mean, it. that's what they're doing. That's, it. that's what
0: they're doing. And that makes Disney Plus absolutely a fucking must for fans of what is really right now the biggest IP in the world.
1: Yeah, if you want, if you want to see the next... MCU movie, you know, let's say it's Thor, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and and let's say theoretically they had like a a a a, a six part series, you know, of like Lady Sif that kind of leads into Thor. You would have to want to watch that before you go see that, right? And Disney, like, look, don't get me wrong, Disney at the end of the day wants your want they want your chatter, but
0: they, but Disney's doing a great job of making it they're making it worth it. it makes it value. There you go. Yep.
1: that's it. Yeah, and I'm excited about it. More, more more mcu for my family and me and more star wars for my family i me. and i'm a disney fanboy, and i i say it out loud like the I, reason i, I want the
0: enough. espionage side of things is because i want to have that conversation during the week leading up to the next episode kind of what we have with wandavision with wandavision it was mystery it was like what is going on what's going on behind the veil what's all this absolutely with with this action-oriented mm-hmm. stuff that's cool i want it i love the action these characters are built for action but i want to be able to May. have I want to have jailed. those conversations after each episode going from a from an Well, it's perspective. important
1: because it's almost like
0: you run an awesome show on Twitch that can talk about that content too. Oh, absolutely! I agree with you hundred uh, percent. Jimmy Z says Disney Plus is probably the only streaming service we can't live without now. Three young kids plus shows for mom and dad. Oh, my kids fucking watch Disney Plus every day. I, I keep saying like if I have to if if I had to cut gun down to your apps, head, gun to your head, you you had to pick two HBO out of all the Disney services, Plus. Easy, that's all I would do. HBO and Disney Plus. HBO Easy. and Disney Plus. Netflix would make a, a case probably, yep. but for the most part, it'd be HBO and Disney Plus.
1: Netflix would be really hard to give up. It would be very difficult because because I, I need some sort of anime. But Jay Hill got rid of Netflix. He said, "Fuck
0: it." Oh man. Uh, Loki drops on June 11th. There it is. So June, May, June I was off month Which of will time. be probably pretty much on par with what we saw with Wandavision. I mean, we're going once so every week.
1: Very... Well, we're gonna have some ten time episodes.
0: Between. Ten episodes. Now it's the end of March or it's mid March. So two weeks in March, four weeks in April, that's six. You Get through May, that's four more, five more episodes, that's ten episodes. We're going to get all... This, this is going to run right into Loki. It's going to run right into I'm Loki. I'm They're fucking I'm doing it right. I'm Falcon erect. is a shorter series. Ooh.
1: So not ten. You wrong, bitch.
0: Still. Give me kind of close. Black Widow's going to be in Will, there. Black Widow, May 7th. There you go. Only theaters, though. Only theaters. Until they realize it's a total fucking bomb and they can't make the money back. So make like, hey, 30 bucks. Buy it on Disney+. And you know what? Mm. Take my money. Take my money. I've been waiting on that fucking movie for so long. I don't give a shit. I want to see that bad.
1: Excited. Everybody watch Friday. Let's talk about it next week. We'll
0: talk about it next week for sure. first episode. Next Wednesday we'll talk about it. All right, moving on to some gaming news. We have some big news this week. Some interesting news. And uh, we're going to hit that up first. We're going to talk some Game Pass. Six episodes. Woo! Six episodes? So two weeks in March. We have, wait, no, three weeks in March. Oh, so...
1: Oh, then they all better be fucking 40-some minutes, god
0: damn it. Six episodes. What does that that lead up to? So we got the, it's the, what's this Friday, the 19th? The 19th, 26th, that's two. Okay, and then everything after that is April. That's going to lead right up to Black Widow. It's going to lead up to Black Widow. Because you're going to have two weeks in March. There's no way they're not going to announce it's going to be
1: on streaming service as well, too.
0: Is going, going yeah man up. we're
1: we're actually it's funny you say that we we've actually said that a couple weeks ago i'm like man all the netflix content all the hbo content all the disney plus content
0: like next week we're gonna have this we're yeah, gonna have yeah. um uh, uh justice league yeah, yeah, snyder cut snyder cut we got a lot yeah. of shit to talk about next week but get ready anyways let's get on with game pass um xbox is just on a fucking roll right yep. now they're on a roll right now. Yeah. And obviously, we had the Bethesda stuff last week. Everything was, was confirmed, official, good to go. And then this week, they announced their newest titles coming to Game Pass. And the first one they mentioned was Outriders. Now, this is different, you guys. This is different than any of the Xbox first-party stuff. This is a major third-party game, full brand price. new. Brand new third-party game. Coming to Xbox Game Pass. Day one. Day one. What the fuck? April 1st. Outriders. It got to the point where everyone was like, shit, I pre-ordered it. Xbox was like, hey, man, here. Here's how you get your refund back. It's going to be in Game Pass. This is
1: huge. This is the big step moves. We've been talking about this for months, about the moves that Xbox is doing for the future of their
0: software and gaming. Yep. That's a big win. That's a huge win because you have Outriders demo was dope. I I liked what I played of the uh, of Outriders in the demo. Right. I, I, I liked it, but you know I have concerns with the end game stuff. We're not concerns. sold, sold. Not but, hey, sure, but we like free. I like free. Well, I mean, I was like, well, it's not free. You pay for the service. Yeah, whatever. Well, I'm good till 2022. Yeah, so it's free. Free. <laughs> um no i am excited to play and, and, I, and you and i after we played the demo i was like man i don't know if i should pre-order this right now we've hemmed and hawed about a lot of yeah because we were playing on playstation 5 i was like i don't know if i should i don't know if i should you know
1: pre-order Listen, this man, we've been I, down this road we want to get too deep in it but we've been down looter shooters the live yeah. services we know this
0: isn't a live service well it's we kind of built it's like not one. in a toy degree to a degree but not fully but we we see the forest for the trees in these ones but this, you know, when when, when when you think about this, it's a third-party title. It's Square Enix. I'm a big fan of Square That's Enix. That's wild, personally. man. I mean, Square Enix has always kind of been in bed with Sony for a lot of stuff. But for them to reach out to Square Enix and say, hey, look, let's put Outriders on Game Pass. Here's a check. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Now, if Outriders launches and it's a total fucking dud and it's a terrible game, it loses its luster immediately. Right. But- Maybe, I, I don't think Xbox would do it. I don't think Xbox would be like, Hey, here's a bunch of money. Let's put it on here. And it's, and it's a stinker. They must know something about it, or at least they're confident in it. They're confident in what they're hearing.
1: From well, it. I think it's, it's kind of the, and I don't want to dive deep in this, but it's the ecosystem, right? To me, I personally associate X, Xbox more with westernized third party shooters and looter shooters kind of thing, like a fallout or something more than maybe I'd say like, you know, something like PlayStation. So I kind of can see that it, I feel like it's going to fit well in their ecosystem, so it's, I mean, it's that's, a good it's the, a good gift, and
0: that's a huge selling point. Though, I mean that's that's really good because look, I can either play Outriders, and I'm not saying no. Look, Outriders is not a system seller. Based on what I played from the download, this thing is not going to move consoles. Game Pass will always be the big selling point, and you know, but the fact that this is coming day one to Game Pass is such a big step for Game Pass itself. You will now have a major third party game, full price. Full price game that if you want to play on PlayStation 5 or PC, because it's not a part of the Game Pass on PC, it is just strictly console, pay $60 for this game. Mm-hmm. And what's going to be really interesting is it's cross play. So you're going to have people playing this on Xbox and they jump into matchmaking and you're playing with somebody on PC and PS5 and they're like, oh my God, this game is awesome. I'm like, I didn't have to pay for it, it as part of Game Pass. Right.
2: right, right I mean, right. that's
0: just, it's pretty, it's pretty rad. It's pretty rad. Um, and, you know, again, whether or not this game turns out to be, you know, amazing, we have no idea. Like I said, I have reservations, but I think it's a good game, but I just love the fact that I don't have to pay for it now. We
1: have reservations because we're a little, probably a little bit more critical on games than most folks. A little I'd critical say.
0: because we, we have expectations. We know what we want from certain types of games. Uh, so, we'll be, we'll game Pass, so Game Pass will run on basically everything except PlayStation 4 and PS5. I mean, we don't even know if it's coming to Switch. Everyone says it's coming to Switch, but at the end of the day... We have no idea. Uh, it's, it's, it's a safer bet than PlayStation. Right, but Nintendo also but don't at the play same nice time, everybody Like either. You know, Unless it's coming to Game Pass via uh, xCloud, look, Halo Infinite and Outriders and this shit is not going to run on Switch unless it's dumbed down fucking hard That's the one thing everyone forgets. Like, oh, Game Pass is going to come to Switch. None of these fucking games are going to run good on Switch. Right. They're going to run like shit for the most part. I mean, you look at Apex. Everyone's like, oh, Apex is here, but then you look at all the details when the people who play Apex on consoles and PC are like, man, this thing is trash. These ga- Yes, if, if Game Pass comes to Switch, it ha- it'll only be valuable if it runs through cloud. We've seen cloud works on Switch with the control version that was running on cloud. Cloud has to come to Switch in order for Game Pass to come to Switch. Correct. There's no fucking way any of these games will even work, work properly well on Switch. It's just not going to happen. But it'd have to be through cloud. That's how it makes its way to Game Absolutely. Pass. Absolutely. And that's I don't know if I'm sure Nintendo would be all for it. They seem to be more chummy about stuff. Do people actually play on Switch for as much as you shit on? Figured no. Oh, dude, don't don't. I just shit on Switch uh, for the third party ports. Don't make no mistake. Switch is a fucking awesome system. There's a <laughs> lot of great awesome, games on it, and it's it sells more. It's outselling all the other consoles. It's a great system. Because well, they have them right. Uh, XCloud on Switch for sure. That's the only way they get Game Pass on the Switch. Yeah, yeah. and XCloud and. and it would be cool if they did. That's all I mean. that. that oh, would be cool, I'd, I'd be right? all for it. If yeah. I can sit there and take my fucking Switch on the road and I can play yeah. any of these games. Dope. It's That's better cool. than playing on a I'm fucking I'm a fan phone. of cloud gaming. I'm a fan of cloud gaming. After playing on Stadia. Yeah, I know. I know are. Stadia's got a bad rep and you know they made some weird moves recently. But I know streaming is legitimate. Streaming games is legitimate. And if they can get that running on the Switch and it runs good, fuck yeah, fuck dude. Fuck yeah, dude. But I mean, whether or not Sony would open up to having Game Pass or even XCloud on the PS5, I have no idea. is Sony's really weird with that kind of shit. They're really it took fucking forever to get for them to agree to do crossplay. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, what the. There is rumors about a new Switch that'll be 4K and stuff like that. Um, However,
1: but- you can't even get PS5s and Xboxes and parts of GM fixed because of either metal or chips right now. So announcing a new Switch probably isn't the best thing to have in your hand right now either. Because guess what? They ain't going to be able to build a whole lot of them.
3: That's so and if point. I
1: mean, don't get me wrong. Nintendo loves the allure that they, that, that, that they serve. They give you a premium
0: product that nobody else can get, kind of like Apple to some degree.
1: But they still literally wouldn't be able to put them out in the market either, very easily.
0: You know, Napgod says Sony needs to play ball, and I agree with that to an extent. Um, yes, Sony needed to play ball with cross-play. I feel like that stuff was really oh, yeah. important—cross save, cross progression. Yes, they absolutely do not have to put uh, a Game Pass on their system. Uh, they don't. They don't. Sony is like—I <laughs> saw so many people tweeting out that, um, uh, you know, oh, PlayStation's dead with the Bethesda deal and this and that. No, they're not. PlayStation is not just going to roll over and be done. They, they, they have their own set of first party stuff. And no, I don't agree with their, some of their, their handling and stuff and the way they, they put up a fight over cross play. Um, but they don't need to have game pass on their stuff. I mean, game, for people who only own a PlayStation, sure. I can understand the appeal of it, but I just, um, I just don't feel like it's, it's a necessity. Would I like to see them open up to it? Sure. But I understand also from a business perspective, they don't really need to. They don't need to. If, not with their first-party studios. If, they have if every shit. time
1: you're putting out first-party games, which they pump out a lot of them, and they're rated like eight and a half and above.
0: Yeah. They, I mean, they, they literally don't need to do anything. But it would be cool if they did. Uh, I won't be opposed to it, but. Uh, be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> but uh, overall, I mean, this, this was really cool. But now, But then, that was Monday. Outriders coming to Game Pass oh, fucking nuts. Yeah, that
1: that was uh, the the other one is the one that's the most surprising Here's to me.
0: what uh what else happened on Tuesday. This is the one Octopath. These are the new games coming to Game Pass over the next couple of weeks. That one Standout shocking. titles bottom left corner, Octopath Traveler, which has been on on PC for a little while, I believe. I believe it's been on Steam for a for little about, bit. A little
1: bit a year year and hell. It's it been on,
0: yeah, yeah, for it's been on there yeah, for a while. Yeah. But the, this is going to make its non Switch console debut on Xbox. Octopath Traveler. You played this? Awesome. Amazing RPG. Available, I believe it's March 25th is coming to Xbox. I'm going to pick it up on Xbox. I liked it on the Switch. I want to play it on Xbox. I want to play it on a big screen. I want to I want to see what that looks screen. like on a 4K. I want to yeah, see yeah, how yeah, it looks yeah. really really good <laughs> on this. Um. Yeah, and somebody mentioned Star Wars Squadrons. Yes, that's because EA Play is now moved in with, with Game Pass, so now Squadrons is going to be moved in. That's going to be available as well. The entire Yakuza collection, not including uh Like a Dragon, will now be a part of Game Pass. Yakuza 6 will be moving in. Undertale, one of the most highly praised RPGs of last gen, is coming to Game Pass. And you see there's other titles on there. Some of those are on PC only. That's Near Automa, uh, uh, Automata and um, is it, uh, Pillars or whatever that is. I can't read. My, uh, my vision is gone. But uh, great selection of Game Pass games. But the standouts here are obviously Outriders, Undertale, Octopath Traveler, and Squadrons. This is fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Game Pass, like, look, everyone trashes games of gold. Because typically those games are shit every month. I don't know why they still do games of gold. I really have no why, idea yeah, why you they just do. Yeah, need to force everybody into But Game Pass, Game Pass is, and I will say it, and I, I have no problem saying this. Game Pass is the absolute best value in gaming right now, absolutely on any platform by far. Don't get me The PlayStation Plus games every month have been solid for like the last six months. Getting those
1: free games for your subscription is great. This is this is way different. This, this is, is
0: fucking wild. Whole dude. other. Yep.
1: Yep really awesome this is
0: really really good so game pass continues to impress microsoft continues to make big moves with game pass and honestly man if you have an xbox or if you have a mobile phone that does x cloud or if you have a tv that you can do x cloud on if you don't have fucking game pass you're doing it wrong end of story Mm -hmm. you have to have game pass it's it's the best way to do things it's the only way to do things yeah And they're just absolutely – Xbox is on a roll. Now, PlayStation had a nice day today. They announced a bunch of um, stay-at-home games. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition will be available next month. They have about 10 games that are going to be available free starting tomorrow, I believe it is. Some indie stuff. Yeah, some indie stuff, some PSVR games. There's a nice selection of games. And then next month, you'll be able to get Horizon Zero Dawn. They also uh, showed off, um, I think, seven indie titles as well that will be coming out over the course of the year. That one that you and I looked at, the co-op game, um i can't remember the name name escapes me but Uh, that looked really really good there's some really cool games coming out uh on playstation with the indie so i mean playstation is slowly starting to show some of their cards and kind of build up a little hype right now gaming is in a great space gaming is in a great space game pass giving out a lot of great games uh playstation giving out games for free you don't even need to have playstation plus for those those stay-at-home games they are just free you will be able to get horizon zero dawn for free without paying for anything. You don't have to have a subscription or anything.
1: It's one of the best fucking games came out last gen, too. Now,
0: I wonder, though, it comes out April 19th. Will we see a PS5 optimized version? The game's on PC. Has to be. Has to be. Has to be. Get me the PS5 Has version at 60 frames.
1: Don't waste our time. Give it, give, it, give
0: it an upgrade. That'd be really, really Get an upgrade out there. And moving on now to the final topic, something that dropped this week. Now, this game was announced, I think, last year. But it was just an announcement. But we got to see a, true, a new gameplay trailer with some gameplay in it for a game that you're really excited about for multiple reasons. And if Seven Dungeons is in here, I know he's excited as well. Dungeons and De- Dragons, Dark Alliance. Mm,
2: mm, mm. We
0: do know that this will be uh, coming out on June 22nd. Day one purchase for Tone. PlayStation, Xbox, PC. This is a co-op action RPG from the developer's 2K Games. Uh, you will get to play as four legendary characters. The
1: champions of the hall.
0: Who are we playing? Who are your options to play as?
1: Dritz Erden of House Erden, eighth house of Menzo Baronzen. Oh, my. Katie Bree, Brunar Battlehammer, her sub-father. She, he's a dwarf. And Wolfgar, the Barbarian. Oh, my lanta. With the one and only mystical Warhammer, aegis Fang. Tempest! and he's jacked. Very excited. Uh, those characters are based off of a set of novels that are 30-plus deep. My favorite author of all time. Met him twice. He's an amazing man. Um, fighting everybody on Facebook over silly stuff because he's the shit uh very excited and 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 the old games that you could play these as well too you could i think one of the first or second one you could actually put in a code to play dritz says at 1.2 and he was a badass too he's basically a whirlwind of scimitars um yes finally after so many years i mean we're getting the actual like isometric style Baldur's gate at some point in the near future um but this is more of that Kind of Diablo esque or um, uh, Champions of Norath feel, uh, loot grinding, dungeon crawling kind of game. Mm-hmm. Uh, very cool. I'm really hoping that the, the these these characters and these classes really feel unique and and very honestly. D, listen, D and D's been Wizards of the Coast has done a great job over the last decade evolving D and D into so much more into the mainstream. Um, And not just with the tabletop gaming, like all their apps, all their games, whether it be analog tabletop, whether it be on a phone or whatever, uh, you know, in some form of game. It's very exciting to finally have this back. And they're looking for the shard, the crystal shard, Mm -hmm. which is also based off of one of the books. And how this fits in the timeline, I'm going to have to look into because uh, the crystal shard is actually the true original, uh, second or third book in that series that came out in like the early nineties. Like these books have been coming out since the early nineties, maybe even late eighties for, um, the actual Icewind Dale trilogy. So, uh, these characters are well known, and well beloved in certain circles that not everybody may be familiar with. Um, but there's chances that at this point in your life, you've seen dritzed on something. He's a, uh, drow, dark elf, um, long white hair, green outfit, usually a panther next to him and uh twinkle and icing death is two scimitars next to him as well too. So mm-hmm. very excited.
0: Very excited. Uh, the game focuses is, is, is the focus is main focus is on combat. Uh, there are over 50 combat abilities per character to master. That's fucking so there is a lot wild. to do that. So that tells you it's going to be a grindy game. You're going to be, it's an RPG. You're ranking up your abilities, uh, the system, the, the combat system caters to all types of players. You know, button mashers can get in there. I can do my thing, mash buttons. But if you want to get down to it, we, obviously this is meant to be played cooperatively. I believe you can play a single player. I don't know if you'll have AI controlling the other characters or if you're just going to be going solo. It sounds like this is a game where you can get overwhelmed rather quickly. So it would probably be best to play cooperatively. Somebody asked about crossplay. I don't know yet. I don't know if that's been announced. It's possible. Um, it would make sense. Hopefully, they would have cross-play. Uh, but you know, if you're not a button masher and you want oh, to play I'm more skilled with your with your friends, there's all sorts of things like specific guard breaks, executions, team attacks for the more like like strategy centric folks that want to get into it that way. Uh, power progression is entirely up to the players, allowing you to choose which order to play the missions. So you'll be able to hop in there and be like, okay, look, this is my favorite mission. I want to go play this one. Or this is you're going up against this 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 like legendary villain. I want to go up against this guy. And stuff like that. uh Exploration is encouraged in these maps. Sometimes uh, you might find secret rooms or puzzles throughout the the missions, mm-hmm. so you're gonna want to keep looking out for stuff. Very, so yep. that's pretty fucking rad. uh Each mission has challenge ratings. You'll be able to change the difficulty levels to it, Bet- which will better uh, drops at that point, better right? drops, better yeah. loot, all that jazz. um And there's gonna be over thirty different enemy types. Obviously, they broke down goblins on the PlayStation blog post, but there's gonna be over thirty different enemy types in this game. So with challenge cards is it going to be cross play it should no longer be a question at this point not having it is just a sin i agree with that i agree with I, that. I very much agree with, with that. With, yeah. the, with the big three opened up to it now and even on pc so you got all four uh ecosystems that can play together you would think at this point it should be kind of a given um but no dude this sounds like a, a very grindy game ign actually has a video up right now where i think they played for about 16 minutes uh, they break down, they go into depth about the combat. They break down uh, a lot of the, two, the different classes that these characters uh, the, the represent. So it's a really interesting video. We couldn't put that up because I don't really don't feel like getting fucking docked by IGN. But um, it's a really good video. So make sure you check that out. But uh, Tone, me, man, I mean, we're excited for this. Co op, play with up to three other friends, go through the entire campaign, change the difficulty, please keep grinding for better loot. Dude, it's I, dope.
1: If he's got 40, 30, 40 novels out at this point, I've I own half or more of these novels. I'm a little bit behind over time in the last de- decade, but like I talk D&D more now without playing it oddly enough right now than I have in probably a whole decade, you know, cuz of Juraston um 70 dungeons. This this is like I said these are my favorite novels. These characters are some of my most favorite. These are this is the character of Drit Stewart was the reason instead of like on a Friday night when I was in high school or junior high I'd be like, "Hey, friends are going out. We're going to have a campfire. I want to do something." I'd be like, "No, I'm just going to stay home and I was literally reading like, you know, The Crystal Shard or something like that." So, I'm I'm very hyped that they're that, that they're they're doing something like this. It's it's very exciting. So, I I'm day one purchase. Uh fuck, I I don't know uh, if I'm going to get physical or digital. That's my only conundrum
0: right now uh jimmy z said notice it's 40 dollars for the standard edition 60 for the de- deluxe edition they're lucky it is not a collector's edition <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a no-brainer right yeah, so yeah. you get all the statues of all the characters i'm just
1: saying like like jesus fucking i mean i just bought dritz swords which i haven't done a, a personal stream recently i was going to show i Drit swords 1v1 scale chronos bottom as well too i mean they're 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 scaled to his scimitars i just bought them they're that's fucking, fucking
0: dope yeah cause i'm a fucking nerd digital digital get down I'll be getting the the deluxe version. I, I always have to. So, yep. But no, it was a cool trailer. It looked fun. It looked like, it looked like a good time. The the studio is very um passionate about D and D, so that was a good to read. There's, that's they a big have a nice blog deal. post on um on PlayStation blog and, and where they kind of delve into why they took on this job and why they took on this game. They all sound very passionate about D and D, so that's a huge part of knowing that they're going to be very respectful of the the source material. Yeah. So should be really 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 exciting. So. We'll be definitely checking that out when it comes out. Just a heads up, the Detroit Lions put out a 10-minute thank you video for Matthew Stafford on Twitter. Ooh, I'll watch that. Oh, I hope Stafford A lot of respect man. for
1: Matt Stafford. Hope the best for him. Fuck the Ford family. Fuck the Lions. Matt Stafford, I really, really hope that you can go somewhere and get a ring. You deserve it, buddy. Get that W, son. Get it.
0: that ring. You put up with enough shit here. Yep. You've earned it. Mm-hmm. I hope you get a championship, yep. dude. I really do. Ford's the absolute worst. Couldn't agree more. But
2: Tone? Yeah.
0: That's going to do it for this week's show, man. Already?
2: I know.
0: I got to pee. I know you do. I kind of got to go pee, too. (laughs) I'm already starting to slur because the shot really kind of fucked things up. I am not crossing the streams with you, man. No way. We can just move the little... Gross! No, my dad taught me that. I don't want a sword fight. (laughs) It's more like a club versus a a pocket knife. (laughs) It's like a mace versus a pocket knife. (laughs) Yeah, I said that shit. Anyways. That's a lie thank you all so much for tuning in tonight. We had multiple fouls, multiple subs, bits, galore. you guys yeah, thank are amazing you for all the support yo yeah it, it, it's it's seriously so fucking awesome having you here. big shout out to Jay Hill and atomic for for calling in uh, and being a part of the discussion, sharing their thoughts so on boss level if you're if you're a subscriber to the ch- channel and you're in discord. Make sure you link your Twitch channel. We want to get you in on the conversation. If there's a topic that you want to talk about, fuck, we want you here. We want you here, bad. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear different yeah. perspectives. That's why we're doing it. We do this because we want to get you guys and girls involved. And it means the world when you decide. Hey, look, I'm going to call in and share my thoughts. Right there is the Discord. Thank you, Mister Cuddles. Appreciate it.
1: Appreciate it, brother. But
0: well, that's going to do it for tonight's show. Fanboy tone. I'm the dude, 79. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Next weekend, we're going to be talking about. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Justice League, the Zack Snyder Cut. What else are we going to talk about? Is there any other movies? We'll look it up. We're too fucking drunk to think about it. Make sure you're in the Discord. We'll post it there. What we'll also month post- is it? March. Oh, I don't know. Dumbass. We'll, we'll make sure we post uh, in the Discord and on yeah. social media what yeah. we're going to be watching this weekend and what we'll be talking about next week so you can get caught up. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. See you next Wednesday.
1: Oh, hi, Mock. Good seeing you, buddy. <laughs> oh, hi, Mock.